back again. Yeah, his knee uprooted. Yeah, he had a, he had a, um, a ACL ACL tear in the Auburndale game. The surgeries are ho hum nowadays. I mean, they're so good at it, but the rehab is just brutal. It's brutal, incredibly brutal, and and so that's where we wish him the best. We know the surgeons would do a good job, and uh, he just got a he just got a man up and which i know he will and and get through that it's going to be a tough period but uh we're pulling for him the uh, unique configuration here at bryant stadium both teams win from the south end zone bartow on the home side south side and lakeland on the visitor side so they have to kind of crisscross the cheerleaders have formed bruce a big x i guess you could call it yeah in the south end zone yeah, Vince, Vince McMahon would be happy. The X Games. <laughs> so the both cheerleading squads have have made a, a tunnel for both teams to run through. The Yellow Jacket captains are on the field right now. You got number seven that is a Jadon Williams. Our big uh, Thor is out there. Fifty four. Brett Tyree. Nineteen. Clark is there as a captain, and then Mikey on Bruce, a big number fifty two, who played an incredible game last week against Winter Haven, as well as that whole defense did as well. They are the captains tonight. They're ready to be escorted out to the middle of the field for the coin toss. I can tell you one thing about physical therapy. When you have surgery like that, the more you put into the physical therapy, the faster and the better you're going to heal. Because I've gone through it a couple times. Well, I'm sure that uh, Jalen will do what he needs to do to, to get back onto the field. And Mike, you're down on the field there, ready to walk out with the captains. Ready to make that walk across the midfield for this coin toss to get this game started. I tell you guys, it's, you know, it's it's really, you know, in a game like this, you would think you would just feel the tension, and, you know, you feel like it'd be like you could just cut it with a knife or something, but it, it just feels very open down here right now. I yeah. mean, it just, it's very open flowing. There's not really a lot of hem-haw going on, so it's it's very great right now. And Lakeland is wearing numbers we can't see from here, so it's going to be impossible for us to seven, virtually. three, eight, and fifty-one. Yeah, it's going to be really tough to call out their uh, names and numbers during the game. Yellow jackets in their orange pants, the white jerseys with the nice bright orange numerals, and of course the yellow, the orange helmets for the yellow jackets. For we the Lakeland train, we train them well. We yeah. just can't train the other teams very well. They also have white pants. Lakeland wearing white pants, dark jerseys, and then the dark letters on the jerseys as well. The the deep orange color on the jerseys, and of course their traditional black helmets as well. Both teams are in the end zone, the south end zone, looking at each other, and they are ready to get this uh, ball game underway as the coin toss and instructions are being uh, issued right now to the teams. Mike? Yeah. Go ahead, Mike. We got you. Hey, guys. You're on. You're on, Mike. Go ahead. Okay, Mike can't hear us. Check, check, check. We can hear you. We can hear Mike, but I guess Mike can't hear us just yet. So, okay. We will get that problem rectified, and uh, there we are. Okay. Yeah. So, so Lakeland has won a toss, and they have deferred. Okay. So Bartow's offense on the field first. Now we got officials standing at both uh, ends where the teams come out, and I'm sure they're going to make one team come out first. And I, I'm sure it's all up to Lakeland who they allow to come out first. The Yellow Jacket cheerleaders have raised the banner. The big Barto Yellow Jacket banner. The team is ready to run through it. And as, as Bruce mentioned, there are there are officials holding. Look, they're holding back Lakeland, and they're going to allow Barto to uh, enter the field first. And in this very oh well, 
Check that. It's going to be Lakeland. That's the most aggravating horn I've ever heard in my life. The Dreadnoughts take the field here at Bryan Stadium. Carrying a, a black flag with an L and a white flag with an L and an American flag. And here come the Bartow Yellow Jackets as they make their way onto the field. Yeah, you guys are right. That, that horn is just something else. I mean, it just... I mean, great that they have the team spirit and all that other stuff, but it comes a point in time where some of that stuff just, just becomes so monotonous that it just drives you crazy. A big standing ovation from the Bartow Yellow Jacket faithful here. The Yellow Jackets have taken the field. The cheerleaders retreating to their position, and we're very close to getting the kickoff here tonight between the top-ranked Lakeland Dreadnoughts and the fifth-ranked Bartow Yellow Jackets. Bartow at 7-4, Lakeland at 8-3. Stands are starting to fill up over here on this side, too. Where... You know, oh, not... yeah, you, you, yeah. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, I'm actually kind of shocked. I mean, we've seen it, you know, where Bartow has really traveled well. I mean, maybe it's, maybe folks are tied up in this Lakeland traffic or something, or maybe they're tied up trying to get in a gate. But I think it, I, because they're still walking across, you can see them walking across the fence line on yes. in the end zone. They're they're piling in. Yes, absolutely. But I, I just was going to say, it just doesn't look like the normal crowd that we're that we're accustomed to. I mean, I know their bleachers here spans the whole length of the field. Um, but it typically fills up pretty fast. You guys waving at somebody? Uh, uh, Timmy out the smoke. I see, uh, Timmy Delf uh, down there. He, I coached with him a little bit at baseball. He was an incredible baseball coach. Yeah. His son Josh uh, is sitting beside him. He played four years at FSU, unfortunately, but uh, he was Jameis Winston's uh, roommate, <laughs> and uh, he played uh, some pro ball, drafted by the Angels, and then our old buddy Mitchell Starling. Yeah. Starling, uh, who used to do the scoreboard with me and David, we gave him I can't say what we gave him. We gave him a lot of it, oh, and, and uh, he was such a good sport. Uh, so, three good guys down there. The uh, pyrotechnics from the Dreadnoughts, uh, the smoke and the aftermath drifting over here into the visitor stands. <sighs> you ready, Bruce? I'm ready. I'm Mike, excited. Mike, they decide which uh, school board they're going to use? Uh, obviously not, I well, guess. You know, I don't, there was some discussion about the whole situation. I don't know. Maybe they give them like an initial warning, say, hey, if there's much issue between running two scoreboards or whatever, they're going to have to shut one of them off. But I do, like you said, I, I do see both of them lit up. Lakeland is ready to kick off. Back deep to receive for the Yellow Jackets. Murray, and it looks like a Taylor back there. Here's the kick, and it's going to be taken by Murray right about the 50. He drops it. Ball's on the ground. Murray scoops it up, and up the middle he goes. Nice recovery by Murray. He'll get to the 27-yard line. Yeah, very lucky on that. He, he, got, a, he got a friendly bounce, which you'll get a lot of those on these turf fields, but uh, still uh, <laughs> didn't need that. Uh, your heart skipping a beat this early in the game. Yeah, definitely not the way to start one. Lakeland, the Bartow Yellow Jackets will go on offense. First and 10, they're going to put the ball down right about the 20, just shy of the 29-yard line. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. K.J. Valentine, he wears number 15. He leads the Jacket offense onto the field. Galva and Williams will line up as receivers on the far side of the field. Looks like a Taylor and Glover on the near side. Empty backfield, so three receivers in the pattern. Uh, now they will reset, and uh, big Quavion Bird, who was lined up as a wideout, now sets up as the uh, the lead back. Under center now is Valentine. 
Valentine barking the signals. Here's the snap. Handoff. Glover bounces to the outside. Glover with a nice gain. He'll get to the 34-yard line. And uh, very good job by uh, Glover. He, he gets across the left side. Uh, good block uh, by the uh, by Thor on the outside, the left tackle. Jackets with a little tempo here. Second down and five. Here's the snap. And they're going to toss it to Galva. Galva turns the corner. Galva's got a first down and more. He flips over the 40-yard line to the 41. Yeah, he hit him low, and Galva went with the punch. And that's what you do to keep from getting knocked out. You go with the punch and takes a little off of it. He just flips, lands on his butt, and jumps right up. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. Opening drive of the ball game. Again, tempo. Jackets to the line of scrimmage. Now Valentine in the shotgun. First and 10 from their own 42-yard line. Galva in motion, and there's movement all over the line. Let's see what they're going to get. This looks like it could be going against Marta. the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, they brought they sent Galva in motion. It looked like it was going to be a quick jet sweep, and then Galva tried to slow down. There was problems, and now he's tying a shoe. So it is a five-yard false start penalty against the Yellow Jackets. That'll back him up, make it first and 15 from their own 37-yard line. Galva with the fluorescent shoes and gloves, looking quite dapper. Here's the snap, and they will give it to Galva. Now it's going to be a reverse. Looks like they want to throw it, and Williams will instead run, and he'll get to the 39-yard line before he's knocked out of bounds. Lakeland was in man coverage that time. It's a... a, luck of the draw. Uh, they catch them in zone. They're liable to get that. They're playing a soft cover two earlier and now they're in man coverage and the corner did a good job staying on uh, on Taylor. On, on Taylor. It'll be second down and 13 now for Bartow from their own 39-yard line. We're just underway in this regional semifinal. The Yellow Jackets and the Dreadnoughts. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback. He's going to send three receivers on the far side of the field. Taylor and Galva near us. Now Galva in motion. Here's the snap. And they're going to give it to Galva. He tries to run that jet sweep, and he's going to be caught from behind and thrown down for a loss. Yeah, and I don't know, guys, but he had him right up by the neck, so it's going to be real close to a flag there. Yeah, and the good Galva went He went north when he was needing to go south, and, and he thought he had the speed to get around uh, that linebacker that was coming, but a perfect angle by the linebacker and he is able to get him by the shoulder pad or something up high. So they're going to lose a couple. It's going to be third down and about 16 now here for the Yellow Jackets on the opening drive of the ball game. Third and 16 at the Yellow Jacket 36-yard line. K.J. will empty the backfield. They're going to be coming. Ty Taylor in motion. Valentine will roll to his left. He'll get it to Taylor. And he's got nowhere to go. Taylor's going to be rushed out of bounds at the 37. Yeah, they had they had nobody out in front of the block. He had a check down. He had a guy deep. He had a guy in the middle, and he had a guy in the flat. And I don't think uh, he even uh, looked downfield. He was he was going to Taylor the whole way. The corner was sitting right there. That's going to put the Yellow Jackets in punt formation, fourth and about 15 yards. And Valentine will handle the punting duties. And, uh, Bruce, very little win tonight flag in the, in the north end zone is just hanging straight down. So KJ is ready to punt. Back deep to receive is Jackson. Here's the snap and they get close but they get it away mm. and it sails out of bounds. Ugh. Let's see That's, where the uh, referees will officially mark this. get 25 yards out of this but still uh, just, just not very good Mike. The referee is still walking and down at the 35. 
First and 10 from their own 35-yard line for the Lakeland Dreadnoughts. Their first possession of the ball game, no score here at Bryant Stadium. You just can't expect to, when when he angles his body towards the sideline, it's, physics just doesn't really allow uh, unless he kicks it off the, the side of his foot towards the football field. Lakeland quarterback is number 15 as well. That's Xander Smith, and he will hand it off to the running back who gets across the 35 to the 39. And that was uh, Clark and uh, Davis on the tackle. For 22, Johnson, the ball carrier there. He'll pick up about four, be second and six here for the Dreadnoughts. And the Dreadnoughts to the line of scrimmage. High formation behind the quarterback, Smith. Smith will go up under center. Here's the snap. Second man through Johnson again. He's tripped up at the 40. He's going to be short to be third down. Yeah, again, that was a really good job by Clark uh, to get there and not allow him to get up to that second level. You know, Lakeland must have seen something on that right side of that Bartow defense because that's where they've run the ball every time. Well, they certainly – and that's a, that's a lot of times you – you don't want to – if you go to the left, you're going to be run down by Davis, period. So why not run right at him? Third and a long three for the Dreadnoughts. Here's the snap. Holding right here, guys. Yep. They got it. And there's a – yep. Johnson, the ball carrier, he's knocked out of bounds near the 45, but we got two flags on the play. Yeah, Stanley got spun around in the backfield. Big number 31. It looked pretty uh, clear as a holding call in the backfield. We'll see what the referees decide on – Lakeland already backing up. Lakeland penalties. And we don't know what this is down here. There's one at the 35 here, too. Or 45, excuse me. So it's a holding call against the Dreadnoughts is what they're going to march off. So good penetration from Stanley to get in the backfield and uh, draw that penalty. Third and 13 for the Dreadnoughts. Bow yeah. all the way back at their own 32-yard line. And a good time to call a blitz. You, you send him through that A-gap and, and allow him to take angles. 8.49 left here in the first quarter. No score in the ballgame. Clock is running. Lakeland third and 13 from their own 32. Here's the snap. Smith wants to throw. He's got some time. All across the middle. And a Dude. nice, oh, that was nice defensive play. That was Jihad Brown, and he just stepped in front and... Mike, if he has just a split second more, that's six points. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he if he'd had, like you said, just a half a step on that ball, that would have been the other way. That was still a good defensive play right excellent, there. Excellent, excellent defense by Brown coming across the middle to knock that ball away. That's going to put Lakeland in punt formation. Williams and Murray will drop back deep to receive right around their own 35-yard line. Here's the snap and the kick, and it's and this not is, a good one. This is going to be out of bounds on Bartow's side, right at about the 42-yard line. Yep. Coach Eden giving some assistance to the yeah, he's helping a man out. <laughs> and then the the coach with the orange <laughs> with the orange. Uh, they are they won every they won and, uh, yeah. He he was trying to say it was even further. Eight thirty left here in the first quarter. Bartow first and ten from their own 41-yard line. The Yellow Jackets are quickly to the line of scrimmage. As K.J. Valentine brings his offense on the field. 
Glover will drop back deep. Check that. Now they're going to be, everybody's in tight. Big Quavion Bird, the lead back. Now they're going to shift around a little bit. We saw all this last week and during the, here's a quick snap. And it's going to be a quarterback keeper. And, ooh. He slipped. He slipped a little bit trying to turn the corner. Yeah, and we're lucky we didn't get a procedure call because they, they never really got set. Yeah, and we, we talked about that the first week that he started all that. He's, KJ's going to have to let those guys get a chance to get in that position and get set for that one second and then snap that ball. So they lose a yard on the play. Second and 11 for Bartow from their own 40-yard line. No score in the ball game. Eight minutes left here in the first quarter. K.J. Valentine up under center. The biggest fullback in Poe County is Quavion Bird standing right in front of uh, Glover. K.J. snaps, turns, gives it to Glover. Up the middle he goes. He's got a lot of data. He's across the 45. He's near midfield, and he's going to be brought down at midfield. That's a great job. I mean, just short. Third and one for the Yellow Jacks. The ball at the 50-yard line. Barto trying to go quickly here. To the line of scrimmage Catch are the Yellow Jackets. Catch them all sides. First down. <laughs> Jackets again. A little shifting. A little pre-snap. Everybody in tight. And they're going to do a little brotherly shove. He got it. I think he got it. Mike? I don't know, guys. The, you got the one official coming out to about the 49-yard line. So it's going to be... Yep, he's calling those chains. Yep. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. And again, Bartow going quick. Bartow to the line of scrimmage. Referees will now move the ball. Jackets into dreadnought territory. First and 10 at the Lakeland 49-yard line. Clock runs. We're under seven minutes in the first. No score. Here's the snap. And that's going to be Glover. He bounces to the outside. Glover's got some daylight. He's at the 40. He's at the 35. Glover brought down at the 31-yard line. Another jacket first down. Glover really finding some room to run over there, Mike, on that right side. I mean, he there was he had some good blocking out in front, but there was nobody around. Yeah, he had some great blocking, but Glover's moves, I mean, he's we've seen it before. He has those moves where he can stop and turn and he can make the cuts and make it look easy. Jackets to the line of scrimmage, first and ten. Here's the snap, and again to Glover. This time he's caught in the backfield. He spins out of it, but he's got more ja- more uh, Lakeland defenders on top of him. Yeah, that that time they brought the corner. They being in tight like that, that allows you to bring that. Uh, the, you 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 got a 50-50 chance. If the tight end releases, then you've got some trouble. But if he doesn't release, you're going to get in the backfield right now. So they're going to lose about three, make it second down and 13 here for the Bartow Yellow Jackets at the Dreadnought 35-yard line. Bird just threw something about his face shield. You see something later about the 41, and then you see something back at the other 40. K.J. Valentine on this second down and 13 play. He shifts some players around, and again, they don't get set. Yeah. That's right. There's the flag now. Got Valentine flag. on the quarterback keeper gets to the uh, 31, but yeah, Bird was unable to get set. I tell you what. But K.J.'s got to be able to see that. I mean, from where he's at, he's got to be able to see all that movement happening, and he, he's got to know when to snap that ball. Yeah, Coach Eden uh, needs to, he just needs to let him know. And, uh, you know, we're in the, what, 13th, 14th game of the year, and and uh, you got to know that. Uh, now, they've only been doing this shift for a few weeks, but still, you do it every day in practice, and you know what you've got to do. 
So they'll march off the five-yard illegal shift penalty here against the uh, Bartow Yellow Jackets. It'll make it second down and 18. Hey, the staff at Lawrence Plumbing extend best wishes to the Yellow Jackets on their football playoff season. And uh, Lawrence Plumbing has been serving uh, Poe County for over 50 years, handle both residential and commercial jobs. They do the dirty work, thanks to our friends at Lawrence Plumbing. 5.44 left here in the first quarter. No score in the ballgame. There's a timeout on the field. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Football Regional Semifinal on WBF. Pallet One of Bartow is proud to be a sports booster and invites you to join their team. Check out careers at palletone.com to learn more about the opportunities in this outstanding company with over 30 years of experience. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. You'll always get great prices at Budget You Pull of the Bartow. Here's Craig. We have starters for $20, alternators for $20, AC compressors for $31, every door is $55, and motors are $200. Budget You Pull it, Highway 60 East. In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright & Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright & Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Welcome back to Brian Field. It's a second oh, down wow. and 18 for the Yellow Jackets. They give it to Galva, and Galva's going to be wrapped up in the backfield. He's going to lose some more yardage. Yeah, that that play had no no development whatsoever. The defensive tackle was, got by the guard and and was on Galva just as he was receiving the ball. So it's going to be third down and about 18 here for the Yellow Jackets at the dreadnought 41 yard line. Hey, try to get maybe 10 10 yards and take a shot at a field goal here. Yeah, two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. In the shotgun is Valentine. He's going to roll to his right, looking downfield. He throws it. He's got his receiver. Oh, off the fingertips of Williams. Oh, I thought he brought it in. Yeah, and he threw a little bit of a wobbly ball, but that's a that's a ball Williams is he'll, he'll catch that nine out of ten times, and and that time he just was unable to hang on, and they're going to have to punt the ball now. So the yellow jacket drive stalls at the dreadnought forty-one yard line, and Valentine will look to pin Lakeland deep here and. Play a little field position. Want to shout out to the boys at 555, Garth Washington, uh, telling Mike uh, they've got the uh, the playoff uh, championship 555, and and they're playing right here at Lakeland tomorrow, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> timeout on the field. The Yellow Jackets will call a timeout. So y'all get out here and support, and maybe maybe he'll chime in and, and tell us uh, uh, when they're playing. And also, uh, he says hello to Andy. He met he met Andy at the courthouse, and no, Andy was not getting arrested. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. <laughs> I was up there visiting some friends, and he opened the door, and I was going to sneak in there, and he caught me. We introduced each other. I didn't realize who it was, and it was cool. it was it was a nice meeting. And uh, say hello to our buddy Coach Peavy uh, as well tonight. Uh, he is listening and uh, wishing Fort Me- uh, Mulberry was still playing. <laughs> well, sportsmanship is having pride in your school, your team, and yourself. Sportsmanship is the respect for the game and those who play it. High School Athletic Association reminds you to take responsibility of good sportsmanship. Play strong, play hard, play fair. This message provided by WBF Radio and the FHSAA. 
Fourth down for the Yellow Jackets. Valentine in punt formation. Ready to kick. Here we go. Nose down. He sends it up. He's going to be a good kick. Taken at the 10-yard line by the Dreadnoughts. He's going to run all the way across the field. Now turns the corner at the 15, 20, 25, 30. And he's going to be knocked out of bounds abruptly near the 31-yard line. Yeah, good kick that time. Very good kick uh, by Valentine. And uh, catching that ball around the 4- or 5-yard line is not the smartest thing the coach will want you to do. But uh, if you got that kind of speed and can get all the way across the field, which he did, he's got that Galva kind of speed and uh, able to get good field position for Lakeland. So Lakeland will take over first and 10 at their own 33-yard line. This is Lakeland's second possession of the ballgame. Their first one ended in a punt. No score in the ballgame. 4.39 left here in the first. On a terrific night for high school football. Oh, it's beautiful. Quarterback is Smith. He's in the shotgun. I for, excuse me, under center. I formation. I'm going to hand it off to Rucker. Yes. And he's caught in the backfield. Jihad Brown again coming up from that safety spot. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they're kind of daring Lakeland to throw the football. They're walking those safeties up. And and Lakeland will say thank you very much here in a minute, and they'll do it. But Jihad Brown coming from that free safety spot, making a tackle on the backfield. They did pick up a yard, so it's going to be second and nine for the Dreadnoughts. This time now Smith is back in the shotgun. Three receivers on the far side of the field. Here's the snap. Handed off to Rucker. Rucker tries to make a cut in the middle, and he's wrapped up by big number 52, Mikey on Bruce and his friends. Yeah, Bruce grabbed him at the 35-yard line. He wasn't going anywhere. And then uh, you get a little help by a Bird and a and a Davis and a Clark, and you're going backwards quickly. Going to give him three forward progress to about the 37-yard line, where it'll be third down and six here for the Dreadnoughts. Quarterback is the junior, Xander Smith. He's in the shotgun. Here's the snap, and he's got a little option. Tosses to Rucker on the outside. Rucker's got a first down and hold. Rucker's a hold. across midfield. There's a flag on the play. Yeah, good play, a good option. He he pitched it in plenty of time, but it was just. It's coming I mean, back. Yeah, I mean, it was so out in the open, especially when you're running an option like that. Uh, you're going to get flagged. And it is a holding call against the Dreadnoughts. That's going to back them up, negate a first down run. Third down and some more now. Yeah, and it should be from the spot of the foul. So and The referees will mark off the penalty all the way back to the 27-yard line. So it's going to be third down and about 16 here for the Dreadnoughts. 322 left in the first. No score. You see the secondary loosening up now. Smith in the shotgun. Three receivers on the near side of the field. Here's the snap. Quick throw. Slant. Got it. Oh, excuse me, on the outside. But he's immediately tackled by the dread, uh, by the Jackets. Yeah, and that, that's uh, number six, Hampton, over there. And uh, he got him around the ankles and just would not allow him to move forward. Hey, Jeff, uh, Bruce, you were talking about the uh, the young guys out at 555. Rucker is one of those products that come out of 555. Yeah, there are a lot of those guys uh, getting a lot of, lot of play. Uh, Garth had a lot of pictures of them uh, this week uh, on Facebook. Uh, and, and, you know, it's, it's, it's just a pipeline. He does a good job with the young boys out there. 
No gain on the play, fourth and 16. Here's the punt, almost blocked by the Jackets. It's going to be taken by Murray at the 42-yard line. He breaks one tackle. Murray crossed the 45 to the 48-yard line. Boy, Hampton was coming hard, and he... He sold out, didn't he? Yeah, he really did. First and 10 for the Bartow Yellow Jackets at their own 48-yard line. No score in the ballgame. 2.32 to play here in the first quarter. Hey, you saw the punter. He just kind of held on to that ball for a few minutes to see what was really going to happen, and then he decided to punt it. Want to give a shout-out to uh, our folks at Citrus Air Conditioner. They're proud to be Bartos Air Conditioning Company. Citrus Air Conditioning, complete service for your home or office. With such great care, it must be Citrus Air. 534-1171. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 48-yard line. And a man in motion. They fake it to Galva, and it's going to be a quarterback keeper by... Valentine, he's caught in the backfield. Yeah, uh, I, that's Williams. Yeah, that was Williams, and uh, I, I don't. That play wasn't going anywhere. Whatever they did, guys, there was just pursuit coming the whole way. There was a defensive end coming from the backside. So when he pulled that ball, he gets drilled from behind. If he gives it, the corner sitting right there waiting on him. So Williams will check out. KJ Valentine will check back in. At the quarterback, second down and 13 for Bartow. Kendrick Stacy also checking into the ballgame as a tight end for Bartow. Big Quavion Bird, the fullback. <coughs> Bruce, he's like a yard and a half behind Valentine under yeah. the shot under the center. Here's the snap, and they're going to give it to Glover. Up the middle, Glover goes, and a nice gain near midfield. Yeah, Glover gets back the, the lost yardage and maybe, maybe – Right at uh, got a third and nine. Third and nine. Glover really running hard tonight. I mean, he's got fresh legs. He, none of these guys have been workhorses this year, so everybody's got fresh legs. And uh, with Galva turning it on last week, I think that woke everybody up to maybe let's run the ball a little harder. Third and nine for the Yellow Jackets from their own 49-yard line. Under a minute to play in the first quarter, no score. In the ball game, here's the snap. They fake the handoff, and Valentine wants to roll. He's got a lot of daylight. Valentine sprints to the uh, sticks, and he's got it. First down, Barto. Uh, really good job. As as the corner, they they caught him in man coverage, and the corner they run the receiver down the field. Uh, that was uh, Taylor. They run down the field, and they had nobody on this side, and it allowed uh, easy first down for Valentine. Guys, just a quick uh, observation down here on the field. I don't know if you guys can see the 25-second clock from up there where you're at, but watch that clock. That clock is incorrect. Oh, wonderful. Hmm. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the Dreadnought 40-yard line. Tight formation. Second man through is Galva. Gets his feet, turns the corner. Oh, and he's met by Dreadnought's right at the line of scrimmage. Glover again. Glover, I'm sorry. That was all decked out in neon. He, you, you can see if they turned off the lights, we'd still be able to watch him to catch him run. Now we see Himes checking into the ball game for the first time. Another one of those fresh running backs. He wears number 25, so yeah. Glover will check out. A little different style of running between those two running backs. Let's see what they do here. Second and 10 for Bartow. Everybody shifting around. I mean, everybody shifting around. Even the linemen, the guards, the tackles are all moving. 
Everybody's set now. Here's the snap. And it's going to be Valentine on a quarterback keeper. He breaks one tackle. He's going to get back to about the 39. Yeah, he made a beautiful move to uh, keep from getting tackled four yards in the backfield. But right when he got the line of scrimmage, man, he got hammered. That's the last play of the first quarter. Lakeland 0, Bartow 0. You're listening to the FHSAA 2023 Regional Semifinal of on here on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at evolveyourbond.com. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beef's is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beef's, where game time meets family time. Welcome back to Bryan Stadium tonight. No score in the ballgame as we head to the second quarter. We just got to participate in one of the coolest things. I have zero love for Lakeland, but one thing they do is with the children's hospital at the end of the first quarter, everybody turns on the light on their cell phone and waves it to to the children's hospital over there. And it's become a tradition, and and uh, if if there's really any cool. kudos I can give uh, to to that, that's really really special. And all the Bartow fans in front of us, yeah. they all turn on their phones. They turned around, yeah. and the, the Children's Hospital is Bruce Minja is right behind us. It's great to to be a, a small part of that. You know, those kids probably look forward to that yeah. too. Third and ten for the Yellow Jackets at the Dreadnought 40-yard line. Valentine will empty the backfield. Five receivers in the pattern. He drops straight back. He wants to throw, slant across the middle, and it's going to be intercepted. The Jackets will intercept it. I mean, excuse me. Dreadnought's having him streaking down the sideline, and he's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. Uh, now a flag comes in. Yeah, it's a, there was a hold at the 30-yard line, and Galva was wide open going down the field. He fired that cannon. The flag, the, the ball was tipped, and, and it fell into the hands of a dreadnought defender, and he streaked right down the Bartow sideline for a touchdown, but there is a flag on the play. Dropped right about the 25-yard line. No, it was Valentine was trying to hit that little slant across the middle, and it was just deflected. And he was covered. I mean, he was covered. Very good coverage. And and uh, they tip the ball. It's tip drill you work on all the time uh, as, a, as defensive backs. Great play by uh, the Lakeland safety. But, uh, unfortunately, uh, as Lakeland tends to do. Looks like the uh, reception or the interception will stand, but it's a penalty on the return. So that's going to put Lakeland first and 10 at the Yellow Jacket 35-yard line. Yeah, but one thing it does, it gives, you know, Barto been stopping Lakeland, pushing them back, uh, and it gives Lakeland a little bit of momentum, and we don't we don't need to hand them anything. Smith will bring his offense to the line of scrimmage. Three receivers on the far side of the field. They're going up. I would think they'd go up top here. Referees will, now they're ready to play. 
Smith in the shotgun. He takes the snap. He wants to throw. Looking, looking. Everything's covered down the middle, and it's intercepted. Oh! Jaden Williams had it in his hand as yeah. he went to the ground, and the ground popped it out. Yeah, he had to double. The quarterback had to double pump because Stanley, going back to the curl, he had that slant covered. And then when he breaks out into the open, Williams jumps around, and just when he hit the ground, the ball popped out of his hand. Oh, Jadon is, is is frustrated with that with his not being able to hold on to that football. But a nice play defensively. Second and ten for Lakeland. From the Yellow Jacket 35-yard line, Smith in the shotgun. Here's the snap, and Smith will keep it up the middle. He goes, and he slides down just short of the 30. Yeah, he he didn't want to get he didn't want to get hit, so he starts to slide, but he didn't get to the ground before he was he was he got a little what for right there. And uh, well, it's kind of hard to start sliding when you're already at the wall. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to give him a gain of three on the play. Third and seven. Third and seven for Lakeland. Now we'll see if Parto doesn't line up a blitz here. Smith under center. Now he'll drop back looking to throw. Smith still with the ball. Looking, looking. Now he'll sling it, and it's going to be caught. No, no. incomplete. Incomplete. He dropped it on the sideline. Yeah, kind of in no man's land here. I don't know what kind of kicker Lakeland has, but I'm sure they'll go for it here. There's no way to punt. Guys, I don't know if you guys can see it from up there, but we were also held on that play, too, out here on the end. You know, he was coming around the outside, and Lakeland had him right by the center of his back. And you can see the jersey stretch out, and the official standing right there looking at it. I miss that, Mike. Good call. Uh, I was watching the quarterback roll. If he had caught that ball, he'd been out of bounds anyway. Lakeland wants a timeout. They want to talk about this fourth down play. Tonight's game in the 2023 FHSAA Class 4S Football Championship sponsored by the Florida High School Athletic Association. They are a democratic organization with a membership of more than 800 middle and senior high schools, all committed to ensuring that Florida's student-athletes can compete fairly and equitably in an educational environment. The Florida High School Athletic Association building leaders through teamwork, sportsmanship, and citizenship. 10.58 left in the first half. No score. I think Lakeland's going to run the ball this time, boys. No score in the ball game. Got to stay disciplined defensively. Lakeland spending their first time out of the first half. Fourth and seven. They're at the Yellow Jacket 32-yard line. Mike, are you getting their signals, by the way? Uh, I got those guys. Okay. I'm not gonna, Just I wouldn't share that, ball. but I, I got some second-half stats for you. We'll suspend you next week. Lakeland will leave the offense on the field on this fourth down play. In the shotgun is Smith. He takes the snap. He looks, 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 throws, and it's going to be incomplete. Jayhawn Brown again. Brown is having a first half. He's having the best first half of, of his year, and he's picked a great game to do it. Got his big paw right in that uh, catching zone and knocked it away from the intended receiver. And uh, Lakeland will turn it over on downs. First and ten Yellow Jackets. That's a couple for him tonight, isn't it? Yes, and and a couple of big tackles, too. You know, I think Lakeland sees now. I mean, I know it's just still early in the second quarter here, but, I mean, Lakeland's seeing a different team than what Bartow brought the first time. Yeah, and they're not – I'm just surprised that they have gone away from the run. Uh, it just shocks me. Lakeland does not throw the football a lot. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at their own 32-yard line. They got a different. Bartow's got a different attitude tonight too. Under center is KJ Valentine. 
Here's the snap. Second man through. That is Glover. Glover, two hands on the ball. He'll cross the 35, get right at the 35 to the 36. That's a great job. I mean, if he can get if he can get three or four yards a pop, man, this is this is gonna be some serious football. Yeah, absolutely. You always take those three or four yards. I mean, you never give those up. I mean, if you can get those every down, you, you run them. Quick scoreboard update. Lake Wales is leading uh, Leesburg 10 to nothing. Victory Christian over Zephyr Hill 7 nothing. And Lakeland Christian and Cardinal Mooney, they are tied at 7. Here at Bryan Stadium, there's no score between Bartow and Lakeland. Second down and six. Handoff again to Glover up the middle. He goes, oh. and he, oh. he dropped the ball. Glover had the ball stripped away. It's picked up by Lakeland at the 40-yard line. And the returner looking for some room crosses midfield at the 40. Now he up the sideline, turns on the Jets, and he's going to take it all the way in for a touchdown. Yeah. I hate that. That was all kind of holding right here, guys, at about the 20-yard line once again, and nobody ever called it. I know. I just, Glover was such a good run trying to get that extra yard, and they punched the ball out. And it bounces another 10 yards down the field away from him and Lakeland just sitting right there to be able to pick it up and and totally uh, change the momentum of this game right now. Let's see if Bartow can't grab it back. Officially they're going to call it a 55-yard fumble recovery that uh, turned into a touchdown run and that was, looked like Mitchell, Carlos Mitchell on the return. Boy, it sure looked like he scooped that ball around the 30, though, didn't it? On to attempt the extra point now for the Dreadnoughts. I don't know. Here's the snap. The kick is up, and the ball sails right on through the upright. Lakeland leads 7 to nothing over Bartow. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Semifinal on WBF. Hello, Barto. This is Joe DeCessory with Citrus Air Conditioners, your hometown air conditioning company. If you're looking to replace your old unit, Citrus Air has many units in stock and offers financing. Call us at 534-1171 or look us up online at citrusairinc.com. When looking for insurance coverage, consider the Ewing Blackwelder Induce Agency with offices in downtown Bartow. Ewing Blackwelder Induce Insurance with a wide range of insurance products to meet your every need. Becky Maslack, your local office manager. You've heard the expression, try it before you buy it, right? Well, at Keith Spray Service, they won't ask you to sign a long-term contract because they're confident that you'll want them to keep coming back to care for your delicate ornamentals and lawn treatment. Keith Spray Service, for over 50 years. Lakeland set to kick off here after the uh, scoop and score 60-yard touchdown run. Here's the kick. End over end, and it's going to be taken by Galva right about the five-yard line. Ten, Galva at the 15, trying to sprint across the field. He does turn the corner. He's at the 20, 25 before he runs out of real estate on the far side. Yeah, good job. He he runs uh, about 70 yards to get uh, 25, but uh, good job. He's got the speed to do it. He can get to the edge, and if you don't take the right angle on him, he's going to get by you, and Lakeland fortunately had a good angle. Yeah, I think Winter Haven saw that last week. If Galvin gets around the corner on you, he, you're not stopping him. You're not going to catch him. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at their own 25-yard line. 9.47 left here in the first half. Lakeland in front, 7 to nothing. K.J. Valentine will bring his offense to the line of scrimmage. 
Everybody in tight. Big Quavion Bird, the lead back. Here's the snap. Handoff, and they're going to give it right back. Put it in Galva's hand. Oh, excuse me. That's going to be uh, Galva. Yeah, just gets back in the line of scrimmage. No gain on the play. Second and ten. Hey, guys, I don't want to say anything bad, but I think I saw Neil Duncan wearing glasses on the sideline a while ago. Uh, mean our Bartow High School Booster Club yeah, president? Yeah, such a great Booster Club president, but uh, maybe he's getting a little old and he's got to wear those glasses to peek down thing. Well, they are they are tucked in the top of his jacket, guys. <laughs> I did see it, but... I'm not they, saying they, anything, though. You didn't hear we that. Love, we love I, I, won't, I won't say anything. Second and ten, and keeper by... Valentine, he flicks it to uh, Williams. Williams with a nice catch. He's going to cross the 35. He's going to be really close. He's got a first down, Bruce. Yeah, it is a first down. He motions first down, and uh, I'm just glad the way his leg slid out from under him, he didn't pull a hammy. It looked a little awkward the way he did land, but Jason Williams with a nice little catch on the run from Valentine. They pick up the yardage for a first down. Ball at the 37-yard line of Bartow. First and 10 Yellow Jackets. J.J. Valentine under center. Here's the snap, and they're going to hand it off to Himes. Tumor 25, tries to bounce it to the outside, and he's going nowhere. The Lakeland defense will shut him down. Yeah, just gets back to the line of scrimmage. That's all they're going to give him. Unless you're a Galva or somebody like that, you're not getting to the edge on these guys. You're not going to outrun them. uh, One thing that I do see about Lakeland, they take beautiful angles. (laughs) Uh, The linebackers and the safeties really take good angles on the play. So it'll be second and ten for Bartow. Yeah, Lakeland's doing an awesome job at sealing the edges. They're definitely doing that. They're stopping that outside. Yeah, Glover uh, seemed to be the only one that's had any success, and he's so quick inside. And timeout. Uh, Bartow wants to call a timeout. That is our second charge timeout. We'll take it with them. Uh, Lakeland in front, seven to nothing. Seven fifty-nine left here in the first half. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Semifinal here on WBF. This is Jordan Kelly of Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we're Polk County's number one Buick dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. Today's broadcast is sponsored in part by the Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow since 1925 and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade. They're family-owned and are committed to providing personal service with the concept of our family serving yours. 35 amazing years. Hey, that's us here at Spath Jewelers. We offer services such as beautiful custom work that's sure to wow, repairs, complimentary cleaning, appraisals, watch repairs, financing. What more do you need? We're here Monday through Friday, 10 to 7, and Saturdays from 10 to 5. Second and 10 here for the Yellow Jackets. To the line of scrimmage they come. A quick handoff and up the middle for a three-yard gain. Make it third and seven. That looked like uh, Glover on that ball carry. Yep, it was yeah, Glover. Glover went right behind Bird uh, playing that fullback spot. Bartow playing a little bit of power eye on those last two plays. Now they'll probably spread it a little bit. Third and seven here for the Yellow Jackets. Personnel changes coming in and off the field for Bartow. Spot the ball at the 39-yard line, their own 39. Valentine in the shotgun. 
Two receivers left, two receivers to the right. Now they'll put one in motion. Here's the snap, and their oh. whistles will stop this play. Yep. As the Yellow Jackets call a timeout before the snap. So, guys, I blame that on that 25-second clock. Coach Eden is watching that 25-second clock, and that 25-second clock is not correct. Yeah, it, it, he needs to watch the back judge. Yes. That, that's all he needs to watch, and, and I understand. You're in this big stadium. Uh, it's it's you know it's a big stadium for high school, and they do have the clocks and all that. And and if I was a coach, uh, if they're not working correctly, which apparently they're not, you don't miss anything, Mike. Uh, I would ask them to turn them off. Yeah, they're they're definitely not working correctly. I mean, you if you watch those, I mean, you'll see it. It'll start the countdown, and then it'll just kind of like stop, and then all of a sudden you'll see it skip two seconds, and then it may just it does a real quick. It's not a full second there. So that is Bartos. Final timeout here in the first half. 7-10 left here in the first half. And Lakeland in front, 7 to nothing. They scored on a 60-yard fumble recovery that they returned for the touchdown. That's the only score tonight. Uh, the Lakeland offense has been stifled by that jacket defense tonight. They've really gone nowhere. Yeah, both defenses playing pretty good football. Third and eight for the Yellow Jackets at their own 39-yard line. K.J. Valentine will empty the backfield. Five receivers in the pattern. Here's the snap. K.J. drops straight back. Now he's under some pressure, wants to turn up field, and he's going to get forward progress. It's going to be fourth down, though, but he crosses the 40-yard line. Yeah, good job. Uh, Lakeland had good coverage. He did the pump fake, but after he did the pump fake, there's no time for separation because now you got two defensive linemen on you. you got to go. Is there a flag on the play? Well, if it's against Bartow, they should decline this. They will. It does look like against the Yellow Jackets. Looks possibly a holding call. They Lakeland will decline. So it'll be fourth down, fourth and about five. So that's going to bring on the uh, punting team for the Yellow Jackets. Rucker back deep to receive for Lakeland. Valentine. Yeah, he's rushing them to the football, telling them to get on the ball. Play clock down to eight seconds. Here's the snap. Oh. go almost over the head, and Valentine will have yeah. to just eat it. Yeah, it's just, that's just, oh, oh, my goodness. The snap was very high. Valentine climbed the ladder to get that ball. Yeah. But once he got it, though, there was no prayer to get that kickoff. No, he did an incredible job to get that ball, and, and you just can't have this. At this point in the season, uh, you should have those long snaps yeah. down better. And if anything, on a field like this, low is better because you're going to get a true hop if if you do if it does bounce. But uh, that was that was four feet over his head, and he happened to be able to jump that high. So the dreadnoughts will take over first and ten at the jacket 35 yard line. Handoff. This is Rut- Rutker. Rucker. He'll cross the 30 to the 28. Still on his feet. Down to the 27. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he kept his feet driving, and he kept moving forward, guys. He, he had sure about did. two Bartow players on his back, and he yeah. was still moving. He sure did, Mike. I mean, he was he was caught uh, dead left to right on the 32-yard line, just, just drug him for those extra yards. It's going to be second down and three for Lakeland at the Yellow Jacket 25-yard line. Three wide receivers on the near side. From the shotgun is Smith. Smith handed off Rutger again. He'll cross the 25 and pushing that pile across the 20. There goes the helmet. 
And there's a flag. Yeah. One thing that I'm seeing out of Lakeland that I didn't see early is they are hitting that line full speed. They're, they're not looking for a hole or anything else. If it's 32, they're running between that gap. They're, they're not hesitating at all. Bird was the Yellow Jacket player that lost his helmet, so he's have to come out for a game. The question was, how did he lose the helmet? The referees are talking about it at the 30-yard line, or excuse me, the 20-yard line. Clock stops with 5.50 left here in the first half. Lakeland in front, 7 to nothing. Face mask against the Yellow Jackets. <laughs> I guess Bird grabbed his own face mask and threw it. Now, I guess may, maybe somebody else heard us talking about all the penalty yards against Lakeland, you know, that Lakeland has, and they're like, ah, you know what, maybe we'll just start throwing them the other way for a while so yeah. no, one, no one gets that feeling. Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. 5.50 left here in the first half. Lakeland 7, Bartow nothing. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Semifinal on WBF. Imagine trying to work in an office that is so hot and humid you can't concentrate or so cold you always need a jacket. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow reminds you that maintenance is vital to keep your system running smoothly year-round. Such great care, it must be Citrus Air. Once again, Craig, a budget you pull at a bar to on their inventory. But uh, most of our vehicles are around uh, uh, from the early 90s to the uh, the mid-2010s, you know, 2008, 9, 10, that area. The part you need when you need it. Budget you pull at Highway 60 East, bar to. Today's broadcast is presented in part by Pallet One, now seeking employees, offering competitive pay, great benefits, and a safety-first environment. Join Pallet One for a stable, long-term career as part of a fast-paced, dedicated team. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Welcome back to Bryan Stadium. Lincoln Dreadnoughts with the ball. First and goal at the nine. Here's the snap. They're going to give it on a jet sweep. Trying to turn the corner is uh, Mitchell. He's not going to make it. Jackets were stride for stride with him and knock him out of bounds right in front of Mike. Brown once again, and uh, Murray coming up uh, from the safety spot, but Brown runs him down and just doesn't allow him to get anywhere. Looks like they maybe lost it a little bit, Mike. They're going to put him back by the 12-yard line. That's a, but that's still a generous spot, guys. I mean, he, I know he was coming across the line of scrimmage there, but it's just still generous. Big shout-out to our uh, jacket number one fan, Miss Sandy Stinger. She's listening tonight. She's saying, let's go toe. Yeah. She wishes she could be here. We do, too, Miss Stinger. We yes, do, too. Yes, we do. <clears throat> Second and goal from the 13 for the Dreadnoughts. Five minutes left here in the first half, and Lakeland is forced to call a timeout. Lakeland is forced to call a timeout. For the latest official news about Florida high school sports, including results of all the rounds of the football championship, visit FHSAA.com. That's the official website for Florida High School Athletic Association. That is www.FHSAA.com. You can also catch live and on-demand postseason coverage from the NFHS Network. Visit their website as well, the official online partner of the FHSAA. Getting getting good use of all my initials tonight. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I remember back in the old days, it it would say, read this in the third inning, read this in the fifth. I'd have them all read by the fourth inning. (laughs) 
So here we go. Lakeland with a second and goal from the 13. Oh, Lakeland Christian now in front of Cardinal Mooney. Public address announcer here at Lakeland announcing some scores. <coughs> Lakewell's still in front. <coughs> All righty, here we go on a second and goal for Lakeland from the 13. Everybody in tight for Lakeland. Smith will take the snap and he'll hand it off. And this is going to be number 22, Johnson. He tries oh to good. plows toward the end zone. Did he make it? No, he's short. You gotta spot it right about the one yard line, guys. Yeah, I mean he's just dragging people. I don't know why they're not going lower on him. Third and goal for Bartow at the one. Lakeland in front, seven to nothing. Clock runs at four thirty left here in the first half. To the line of scrimmage come the Dreadnoughts. Again, that power formation. Everybody in tight. This time, Smith will go up under center. Eye formation behind him. Everybody stacked in real tight. Handoff. First man through. He's caught behind. Did he get enough in? They're waiting, waiting, waiting. No signal from the referees just yet. Are they saying they stopped him, guys? Yeah, um, Davis is saying no. It'll be fourth down. Johnson was stopped. Fourth and goal from the half yard line. I'd run that same play, but I would I would also have to be weary of them, you know, pulling and running a boot of some sort. Fourth and inches for the dreadnoughts. Quarterback taking himself. Quarterback sneak. Everybody shoves. Touchdown, Lakeland. A one yard touchdown run from Xander Smith. And Lakeland is up 13 to nothing. Just basic football there, Bruce. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, from the from the half yard line, uh, you just get up under center and tap him on the rear and, and go. Extra point now uh, going to be attempted. 3:38 left here in the first half. Lakeland looking to add their 14th point on the board in this regional semifinal. The kick is up, and it is good. Lakeland in front, 14 to nothing. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Semifinal on WBF. Hi, Benny Jr. here with Bartow Ford, and the great thing about being right in Bartow, Florida, is we are centrally located. The right way will always lead you to Bartow Ford, where we save you time and money. Bartow Ford, we're different, and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Call us at 863-537-7537. If you're looking for good food and good family time, look no farther than Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South. Your Bartow Beefs is perfect for lunch or dinner for the whole family or whole team. Your Bartow Beefs, where game time meets family time. Here's the kickoff by the Dreadnoughts. This will sail into the end zone for a touchback. Bartow will take over first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. The Yellow 
If I remember right, Lakeland has two kickers, right? They had a lefty and a righty. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That lefty just boomed. Bruce, the scoreboard says 14 to nothing, but the Yellow Jackets have played much better than that score. Oh, yeah. They, uh, the, they're playing incredible football right now. See what the offense can do here in the final 338 left in the first half. K.J. Valentine will bring him to the line of scrimmage. First and 10, Bartow from their own 20-yard line. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. It's like Taylor and Taylor and Butler here on the near side. Thomas on the far side for the Yellow Jackets. Here's the snap. K.J. Valentine will roll to his right. He's under some pressure. He'll sling it and just kind of threw it away. He connected with Himes, but Himes was on the sideline. Yeah, yeah, unfortunately. Incomplete second and ten for the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, Valentine, uh, he, he's just getting halfway into his rollout, and he's having to get rid of it. He's got to he's either sprint further or stop a little sooner, and, and he's got to look downfield and then chip his way backwards because he's got three guys in the area, deep, middle, and, and in the flat, and you just choose one. Second and ten for the Yellow Jackets. Valentine shifting some players around. Taylor and Galva now on the near side. Put Galva in motion, and That's there's flag. flag. This is going to be delay of game. God. That 25-second clock is not right, though. He wasn't back there counting down, guys. He was not back there counting down. He's relied on a 25-second clock. Five-yard penalty against the Yellow Jackets. We'll make it second and 15. Does he not supposed to hold his hand up and then start to the count down? You would think. Uh, he's supposed to, but I don't know he when you've got not. a clock like this, what what they do. I don't know but, what they talked about before the game. I don't know. Second and 15 for Bartow. Empty backfield now for Valentine. Still shifting some players around. Now Galva in motion. Here's the snap. They fake it to Galva. Valentine's got it up the middle. He goes. He's got a lot of room. Valentine with a nice run all the way across the 30-yard line. He's going to have a first down and a I flag on the play. Flag coming in there. A late flag near where Brad Valentine was brought down at the 32. It was a beautiful fake uh, on on the jet sweep, and they're talking uh, face mask possibly. This is going against Lakeland. It is a face mask, Bruce. You're right. And the flag was a face mask against the Dreadnoughts. Add five yards to the end of that run. K.J. Valentine with a nice run right up the middle. Get some momentum going. Yeah, it was, it was perfect time for something like that. They needed something good to happen right there. First and 10, Bartow at their own 37-yard line. Now they spread Lakeland out again. Five receivers, empty backfield for Bartow. Here's the snap. They fake it again. It's going to be Valentine again up the middle. He goes. He'll cross the 40 to the 41. It'll be second down. Going to get about three yards. Take those every time. Second and about seven here for Bartow. But they got to pick it up a little bit. Under three minutes to play in the first half. Lakeland in front, 14 to nothing. But Bartow has played a very good first half here. Late substitutions. Galva checks in. Butler will check out. Glover. Glover. Glover checks in. Thank you. 
Thomas in motion. Here's the snap. Valentine rolls to his left, looking, looking. Now he's going to be dropped. Sacked back at the 38-yard line. Yeah, he wanted to throw that to Galva about midfield, and he tried He tried to turn his body. When you're running to your left, it, it, if, I don't know if, any, you know if you've ever tried it. You're running to the left. You throw from the right. That means you have to torque your body as you're trying to throw on the run. And as he was trying to do that, he just he just saw there was all kinds of problems, and and uh, which there were. If you ever watched the NFL, one Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, watch uh, how he does it. Well, yeah, he's he's one in a million though. Yeah. The play clock reads five seconds. The Yellow Jackets still shifting around. Three, two, there's one on the play clock. There's double zeros here. They get it off. And he wants to throw Valentine down the got field. It. He's got it. Oh, man. Just off the fingertips that's, of Williams. That's two he's dropped that are right in his hand. And very, very, very uncharacteristic of number 11. And I, nobody needs to say anything to him. He feels worse than anybody right now. That's going to be fourth down for Bartow, fourth and nine. What a beautiful pass. He put back in punt formation. K.J. Valentine ready to punt this ball away. Be nice to get a good snap here. Yeah. Mitchell standing about his 25-yard line. Again, the play clock reads double zeros. Here's the snap. It's a good one, and it's going to be blocked. Lakeland blocked it. The ball is on the ground, and Lakeland will recover it at about the 23-yard line. Guys, yeah, just to confirm something, so I was uh, I was talking to Neil here just a few minutes ago, and then I was watching that official. Um, he is not doing a countdown. He is relying solely on the 25-second clock. It's not working right. And it's not working right, and he is not the, uh, you know, Neil's had some conversation with the side judge here, and he just... Act like he's not even. Yeah, one less thing for him to worry about. 127 left here in the first half. After the block punt, Lakeland will have a first and 10 at Bartos' 23-yard line. Smith, the quarterback, he's in the shotgun. He calls for the ball. He wants to throw. He does a little corner route toward the end zone, and it's going to be incomplete. And I don't know that he didn't push off of him. Yeah. Yeah, very good, very good defense by Hampton over there. And he did get a little separation at the end trying to come back for the football. On a little brighter note, Coach Peavy says uh, Ona and Bowling Green are tied at 0-0. You have, to, uh, you have to be from Fort Meade to understand that. Halftime, Lakeland 10, oh, excuse me, Lake Wales 10, Leesburg 3. That's a halftime score. Wow. Second and 10 here for the Dreadnought. Smith again wants to throw. He's under a lot of pressure being chased by Davis. Slows it wide open, receiver at the 5, and he walks into the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, the big guy, he can't move very well, but he moves just well enough to get move himself in the pocket. And with Bartow with no rush, they're playing all-out coverage on that play. He's got all the time in the world for the tight end to work himself open and uh, easy score. But the bad thing about that play, took so long to develop, and there was so many guys across the line of scrimmage, 
Yeah. And there was nobody, there was not a side judge looking at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Lakeland now with the extra point attempt after the 23-yard touchdown pass. The hold is good. The kick is up, and it sails right on through. That's a, and there's a flag on the play. Oh, the kicker's a good actor. Yeah. How about getting one on that? They're going to get Williams uh, for running into the kicker. They'll keep the points on the board, and they'll get that on the kickoff. One twelve left here in the first half. 21-0 is your score in favor of the Dreadnoughts. All 21 points scored here in the second quarter. Yes. And that was the first time we've, we've seen the Jacket defense break down at all. And, and it really wasn't a big breakdown. It's just a matter of not being able to get to the quarterback and allowing him to scramble. And he had all the time in the world for somebody to work himself open in that zone. Well, the referee's talking with uh, Lakeland head coach uh, Frazier, and they will enforce this penalty on the kickoff. So 21 nothing is your score. One twelve left in the first half. Reminder, coming up at halftime, we have the SEC football report. Get you ready for all the SEC action uh, tomorrow. Gators are taking on Missouri tomorrow. In two weeks, the Gators play FSU. Yes. But for those in the know, the Gators are playing FSU tonight. Yes. A little basketball game going on. Yes. I did have a halftime score. Oh. Oh, actually, I got a, a second half score. Florida 60. Florida State 31. That's wow. a, that is the uh, basketball score for you tonight between those two teams. Bryant Stadium is a Burke County Public Schools property. 7.30 tomorrow night for the Florida-Missouri game. Uh, tune in to us tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock. We have some SEC action for you here on the radio. Georgia taking on Tennessee, number one Georgia, battling Tennessee over in uh, Neyland Stadium. 3 o'clock tomorrow. Hope you can join us. A lot of people picking Tennessee in that game. Uh, I don't see it, but um, Here's the knows? kickoff taken by Himes at the 10. Himes breaks a couple tackles, and he'll bring it all the way back to the 30-yard line. Yeah, really good job by Himes getting upfield. Only a minute left, minute six left in the half. Uh, not a whole lot Bartow can do here, but and with, with no timeouts. Wait yeah. a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You can't say that because I know a team that can lose a ball game in 41 seconds. Oh, he's, he's on the Buccaneers, I think. Ooh. They won this past weekend, didn't they? It's an accident. Yeah, they did. It's an accident. They did. They play San Francisco this week, though, don't they? Yeah. The Bucks do. I think Kansas lost uh, about 26 seconds last week, didn't they? There won't be an accident this weekend. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets. They will turn and hand it off. And trying to bounce to the outside is Galva. Stiff arms one. Galva heading to the uh, Oh, yeah. That's a helmet helmet right there. That should get him out of here. Yeah, that should be an ejection. As he, he, you could see that he intentionally lowered the helmet to hit Galva. And it happened right in front of the Bartow bench. And three flags came in, so three officials saw it. Happened and, right in front of the side judge. And this, I mean, something that blatant, you got to toss that guy. So it's a 15-yard personal foul penalty against Lakeland. Targeting is the call, or head-to-head, helmet-to-helmet contact. They're not going to toss him. So. No, they're not tossing him. 
So that'll move the ball all the way into Lakeland territory. First and 10, Bartow at the Lakeland 45-yard line. 55 seconds left here in the first half. Should throw him out of the stadium. I, yeah, I just don't. I mean, there was no, not even any, any conversation about it. Yeah, I mean, when it's intentional like that, I, I think some more severity needs to come into play. Three receivers left, two receivers to the right. Empty backfield for K.J. Valentine. First down. K.J. looks to the sideline, looks to Coach Eden. Calls the play. Eight seconds on the play clock. Still shifting some players around. Four seconds, three seconds. Everybody encouraging. Snap the ball. They do. Here comes the blitz. Valentine will throw it, and it's incomplete. Uh, I don't know why they had so much trouble uh, switching receivers there so late when everybody was lined up very early. So it's going to be second down. And 10 for Bartow from the dreadnought 45-yard line. Stops the clock with 48 seconds left in the first half. Valentine again will empty the backfield. Five receivers in the pattern. Three on the left, two here on the right. Now Galva in motion. They'll fake it to Galva. K.J. Valentine, a keeper up the middle. He goes. And he's going to be brought down at the 42-yard line. I don't know if I agree with that because you don't have any time on the clock. you got no timeouts. Third and seven. The Jackets quickly to the line of scrimmage. Again, empty backfield for K.J. Valentine. 27 seconds and counting. He's quit wasting time. Here's the snap. K.J. looks downfield, looks, 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 steps up into the pocket, wants to throw. He lifts one up, and it was over Butler and right short of Galva. And and Butler pulled his arms down, thinking that it was going to somebody else. Maybe he saw uh, Galva in the corner of his eyes, but uh, I I don't know if he could have got it. But K.J. took a hit. He's slow to get up, and they're going to send Blaine Johnson in to finish off this last 13 seconds as uh, K.J. now takes his helmet off and holding his face and his head. Well, you don't like that. I mean, in this day and age, that's 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 something. But we know Johnson has a cannon for an arm. So number 18, Blaine Johnson in the backfield now. And we have a delay of game called against Bartow. No, you got to reset the clock when you got an injured player. You got Absolutely, an injured you player, do. you reset the that is incredible. Totally incredible and totally incompetent. Yeah, that, 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 oh yeah, that bag judge has issues. Serious issues. So it's now fourth down, fourth and about 12. The head referee should have reset the play clock. Johnson wants to throw toward the corner of the end zone. He's got two receivers back there. It's going to be intercepted. Intercepted at the 15 yard line by Lakeland. And he's going to be brought down by Jadon Williams, Jason Williams rather, yeah. at the 25 yard line. Four seconds left. Planted him in the ground. Looks like we got flags here, too. Yeah, it's going to be against Bartow. They're going to get Jason for unnecessary roughness? No, this was before. Before? This was like here at the 49-yard line. Illegal man downfield against Bartow. Oh, really? You mean he saw that, but it took (laughs) took 10 seconds for a play to develop while ago, and half of the line was downfield and couldn't see that. Well, uh, timeout. It looks like a Lakeland player is down at the 20-yard line. Oh, really? 
I wonder if they'll get a delay a game. Oh, well, they got yeah, some they cramps. Gonna, they going to start the clock? It doesn't work. Oh, man. It doesn't work. Timeout on the field for uh, an injury. Looks like the player just is suffering from cramps. Yeah. So their training uh, staff is on to stretch him out. Yeah, but, Four seconds left. Yeah, that somebody needs to have a discussion with that back judge about that 25-second clock. Oh, you're eight. right there, Mike. You know. Well, I, but, you know, I'll get a penalty, and then Coach Eden will get upset about that. Well, that's okay. Uh, this could be our last game of the year. He's got all year to uh, forget about it. So, um, I would uh, – Just go ahead and do it. Yeah, I'm just glad you're down there because I would probably be not allowed into half the – Ballparks in Polk County. The injured player makes his way up, and the head the right locker, locker rooms room. are on our side, the visitor's side where we are seated. So the uh, player will head immediately to the uh, locker room here, we'll number, have, number four. We'd have to get you an armed escort in and an armed escort out. Yeah. I thought that was Andy was for that. Andy but, uh, would take a bullet for you before his brother, wouldn't he? No. Oh, he wouldn't? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you notice where I'm sitting, right? I do. I okay, do. Thank you. All right, four seconds left here in the first half. Lakeland with the ball, first and 10 at their own 25-yard line following the interception. And it looks like Lakeland They're will simply just, just take a knee. There you go, Andy. You got it. That'll end the quarter, or end the half. <laughs> Both teams head to the locker room. And, Mike, we're going to just let Coach go. Yes, sir. 10-4. At the end of the first half, it is the Lakeland Dreadnoughts 21 and the Bartow Yellow Jackets nothing. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Semifinals here on WBF. Welcome back to Bryan Stadium. We are live here between the Lakeland Dreadnoughts and the Bartow Yellow Jackets, the Class 4S Regional Semifinal. Lakeland with a 21 to nothing lead. All 21 points scored in the second quarter uh, against the Yellow Jackets. And uh, both teams now back on the field. We're going through their uh, pregame warm-ups here to start the third quarter. And, Bruce, we were a little concerned about the uh, condition of our quarterback, K.J. Valentine. We still He still has... His pads on, still has his helmet in his hand, but we did also see the other quarterbacks warming up. Yeah, we we, we saw that at uh, 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 during halftime, and um, you know you got at some point you got to take uh, you got to take care of your own players, and and uh, without a doctor or anything to really evaluate uh, evaluate for a concussion, I, I think. I don't know. I'm kind of mixed, but I'm sure that Coach Eden will have his best interest, Valentine's best interest at heart. <clears throat> if he convinced him, if he feels good, if everything is good, he'll let him go. But if if Eden's got any questions whatsoever, he won't put he won't take any chances with that young man. Lakeland will get the kickoff here to start the second half. So our first opportunity to see Mullis on the field tonight. To kick off to Lakeland. Yeah, our superstar kicker hadn't hadn't had a chance to kick. He was he was warming up uh, during halftime a little bit, and he kicked one right in between the scoreboard and the stands. If he'd got a little higher, maybe he'd have popped that scoreboard. Halftime update for you here: Lakeland Christian fourteen, 
Sarasota Cardinal Mooney, 14. Ah. Lake Wales was uh, leading the Sebring at halftime, 10 to 3 in that game. Playing a Sebring? I'm sorry, Leesburg. Oh, oh my gosh, Bruce, thank you for keeping me straight. <laughs> Here's the kickoff by the Yellow Jackets. It's going to sail down to right about the four yard line. Taken there by Mitchell. Mitchell 15 20. Mitchell brought down after the 25. At the 26-yard line is where Lakeland will start first and 10 for the third quarter. Great job by Murray with that open field tackle. And uh, saw our buddy Landon Pope down there getting him a little, bus- getting him a little business, too, while he was at it. Uh, and our buddy Josh Palmer, uh, is better playing both ways? Yes, sir, he is. And uh, he's in incredible shape. I mean, the guy never lets up on defense and he's running he's been running uh, fullback all night long first and 10 for the dreadnoughts spotted at their own 27 yard line just underway here in the third quarter you're listening to WWBF Bartow 70 degrees on this Friday night here at Lakeland Smith the quarterback in the shotgun ball goes through his hands the ball is bouncing at the 10-yard line, and it's going to be picked up by the Yellow Jackets. Galva's on it. Galva is on it at the 4-yard line. And they're motioning Bartow football. Hey, guys, you were talking about Bird earlier, though. Bird's one of those players that, I mean, he's never quiet in a locker room. When he goes in there, those guys are down. Bird's always trying to tell them, guys, we're playing 48 minutes of football, not 24 minutes. We're playing 48. He sees those guys loafing around. He's the guy to get in their butt saying, let's go, pick it up, let's go. So, Bird's one of those motivational guys. I mean, yeah. he's just he just he's he's all about a team and, and making everybody do what they're supposed to do. That's why he's going to be playing on Saturdays, and that's why he's going to be a success in Mike uh, in life. Mike, he's a leader. First and goal for the Jackets at the three yard line. Jadon Williams and he the ball goes oh over his head. Goodness. The ball goes over his head, but Bartow gets on top. It looks like I think Galva got that one too. Oh my goodness, what is going on? Two plays in a row where each team has, has snapped the ball way over the quarterback's head. Now it's second and goal for Bartow from oh. the 21. You can't shoot yourself in the foot like that when you're given a chance. Credit Galva. He has two fumble recoveries in the last two plays. Goodness. All righty. We'll try it again. First, excuse me, second and goal now at the 21 for Bartow. The quarterback is number seven, Jadon Williams. Everybody else is in tight. Here's the snap, and they're going to give it to Galva. Tries to turn the corner on a little jet sweep, oh, and Lakeland is there, and they're going backwards. backwards. They got a flag over there. Flag over there. Maybe it's a face mask. See what the referees decide. He was stiff arming him. Galva lost about three on the run. Trying to make a jet sweep happen. Looks like they're going to walk toward Lakeland. This could be against Lakeland. Maybe a horse collar or face mask on the tackle. Well, he's yet to motion to the. Uh, they got to get the. He's got to get the okay from Lakeland coaches first. Okay. The five-yard face mask is Bartow. They're calling it against Bartow. Coach Eden just wants to know what's what happened. I guess on the stiff arm, did he grab the defender's face mask? Yeah, he could have. Lakeland declines the penalty. It'll be third down. KJ. KJ Valentine back into the ball game now. 
Uh, if he was going to be in, I'd like seeing him in on first down. But th- that was a situation, you know, where the center, they had not been on the sideline. They should have been practicing the snap. Uh, whenever you've got a new quarterback or something like that, you want to get those snaps. Third and goal from the 23. K.J. Valentine up under center. Here's the snap. They fake the toss, looking to throw toward the core of the end zone, looking for Thomas. Thomas is going to be incomplete. Yeah, he underthrew that ball. That's one of the few balls we've seen that him not be the best throw in the world. He had time, and normally he leads his receivers very well, and that time he just underthrew it. Now we're going to uh, kick a field goal here. Yeah, but guys, also on that, you know, Lakeland came around, and they had him turn sideways, too, and he was trying to turn around and come back to the ball. I mean, there was both a little bit of pushing and shoving there, but he definitely turned him sideways. That's going to bring Mullis on to attempt a 40-yard field goal attempt from the hold of K.J. Valentine. That's a heartbreaker, guys. We get the ball at two-yard line to start the half. Delay of game. He's not counting it, guys. He is. <coughs> Double zeros on the play clock, and a flag comes out. That's a backup Bartow by five. So it'll be a 45-yard field goal attempt. I don't know. There could be a little bit of breeze. against him, I would think. Yeah. He's got the leg, just doesn't need to try too hard. He's got plenty of leg. Mullis to attempt the 45-yard field goal attempt. It's on its way. Does it have the leg? Just short. short. It might have been good from 40. Yeah, it would have been good from 40. A good kick. Nothing to hold his head down about. That'll turn the ball over on downs. Lakeland will take over first and 10 at their own 20-yard line. The Florida High School Athletic Association recognizes its corporate partners who help make football championships possible. Team IP, official merchandising company. Gatorade, official thirst quencher. Max Preps, official scores and stats of the High School Athletic Association. GoFan, official online ticket provider and the FHS Network, the official online partner, and Wilson, the provider of the official game ball for the championships. First and ten for the Dreadnoughts. And there's a flag on the play to stop this one. Yeah, it's got to be against Bartow. It's offsides. Flag on the play. Offsides against Five-yard penalty against the Yellow Jackets. Make it first and five for Lakeland at the 25. Yeah, they're they're. This is at a point that's kind of make or break right here. They had they had that gift handed to them, and they weren't able to capitalize. And now you'll see uh, what this defense is made of. And I I think they're made of one of the best defenses I've seen. Us and I've been around Barto for a long long time. <laughs> First and five for the Dreadnoughts. The quarterback, Smith, in the shotgun. He's going to hand it off. Up the middle goes the running back. He's into daylight, and he's going to be caught from behind at midfield. That was uh, Rucker on the carry. Hampton runs him down and makes a tackle. All the way into Yellow Jacket territory at the 48. And we saw this uh, towards the end of the first half, guys, where Lakeland is not hesitating. The running backs are not hesitating at all. They're running, by the time they get the ball, they're running full speed towards the line. Yeah, yeah, they're hitting it wide open. First and 10 for the Dreadnoughts. 
Everybody in tight. Here's the handoff again to Rucker. Rucker across the 45, still on his feet. Slammed down to the 41. Quavion Bird uh, with the tackle. It'll be second down and about four for Lakeland. 9.56 left here in the third quarter. Lakeland in front, 21-0. Sure why the clock's not running. Because it doesn't work. Okay, thank you. It'll jump to you. see 20 <laughs> seconds and it'll say 17 or 15. and It's just... But the play clock's not running. Like, yeah, the game clock, yeah. Second down, and, and that's a hold. They're trying to string it to the outside. There's the flag. It was a Mitchell hold. Turn, tried to turn the corner on the far side. He's going to get back to the line of scrimmage, but there is a flag. Yeah, they called it on the wrong hold, though. They called a hold. I bet they're going to get a hold on that, but it's in the wrong position. That'll back them up 10 yards. penalty marched off against the dreadnoughts for the holding call. Make it second down and about 15. Coach Eaton on the sideline supporting his players. Second and 15 for Lakeland now. Now it's balls back in dreadnought territory at the 48. Smith, the quarterback, in the shotgun. He wants to throw. The right-hander slings it. Pass is incomplete. He dropped it. He tried to run before he had it. Yeah, he did. And, and uh, Brown was coming. Brown was going to lay a lick. And as you said, as he was spinning, he's looking downfield instead of gathering the ball all the way in. Saw that last week a couple of times in the NFL, too. So this is not just high school. Well, they call it hearing footsteps. Yes. Here in footsteps. And Brown has laid a few licks out there tonight. Third and 15 for Lakeland. Now you now you come. Here's the snap. In the shotgun is Xander. Xander throws downfield. He's going to overthrow everybody. Yeah, he did. Incomplete. It'll be fourth down. Arto laid back and played coverage on that. I thought they would. I thought they would bring more, but uh, he just took two steps and threw the ball up. So there was no getting to him, regardless. So that's going to put the uh, dreadnoughts in punt formation. Yeah, with a lead like this, so you never know. You might see them pull something out of the hat and try something. Murray will drop back deep along with... They've got nobody on the outside. They brought a kid in late, and that should be a flag. flag. And a block. we got a hand on it. Bartow partially blocked it. The ball is going to be stopped at the 20-yard line, but there is a flag. Yeah, I make them kick that again. You can't bring a guy on at the last second at that receiver spot. Mike, I'd say the wind has definitely picked up here at Bryant Stadium. Yeah, it has. I mean, I think it was starting right about the time Mullis, unfortunately, was kicking that football. Well, I, I tell you guys, you, you do see it. Yeah, you see the flags whipping around right there on the top of the stadium, but it's really not that bad down here on the field. I'm sure once you got above those bleachers, then that's probably where you're catching it. You know, exactly, you, Mike. You see the flags on yep. 
they're they're kicking. So once you get that ball up in the air like he did, yep. it's going to knock it down like a golf ball. And even worse because the football's so much bigger and heavier. So they're going to make the dreadnoughts kick this again. They're going to assess the penalty for illegal procedure. Or yeah, and I go after him hard. I I would go after him hard again. And uh, you're you're down twenty one nothing in the nine minutes left in the third quarter. And That's a fifteen yard penalty. Wow. They moved this yard of scrimmage is now all the way back to the dreadnought thirty four yard line. Yeah, and I, I would I would bring them. I would bring big pressure this time. Yeah, send everybody. 15 yards, they get a first down, so what? You're down 21 nothing. You go get them. Murray and Hampton are back deep to receive. Get the ball off! Push the ball! Stop holding it! Still waiting here. Play clock is winding down 15. Now it stops at 16. Still stopped at 16. Play clock now, 8. eight. It jumped from 16 to 8, and then... Somebody jumped off sides, and that was the Yellow Jackets. Yeah, I'm glad you guys finally seen that. that that's just that, and that's what the back judge is going by. He's not, he's not putting a hand up, doing a countdown or anything. Yeah, I think Andy's spotted it a couple of times too. I, I've, I've yet to pay any attention. Jeff caught it that time. So a five-yard penalty for offsides against the Yellow Jackets, and the referees will put it down at the 39-yard line. Still fourth down, fourth and a bunch, about 25. Dreadnoughts in punt formation. Murray 19, creeping up. 18, 16. It's, it's jumping. Here's the snap. Oh, almost going over his head. They got it down and barged with the pressure. And the Yellow Jackets, what it takes uh, a Lakeland bounce, and it'll trickle down to right about the 25-yard line. Yeah, they got a really good bounce out of that. Uh, we're starting to get a mist in the air. Yeah, I feel it. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the 25-yard line. I guess about what you can hope for is maybe that ship will sink. <laughs> yeah. Concession stand is open. Please visit the concession stand and support your Dreadnought marching band. First and ten for the Bartow Yellow Jackets at their own 25-yard line. Which is right about the spot where the last punt ended up as well, so they didn't gain or lose anything on that. K.J. Valentine, the quarterback. Quavion Bird playing the fullback position. Glover right behind him. Here's the snap. They're going to give it to Glover. Glover hits the line, bounces to the outside, trying to find some running room. He maybe gets one or just barely back to the line of scrimmage, it looks like. Yeah, he didn't get much out of that at all. Second and nine for Bartow. Clock runs at 8.50 to play here in the third quarter. Taylor will split out to the near side of the formation. He's the only wide out. Everybody else is in tight. Under center is Valentine. He takes the snap, and he wants to throw, looking looking downfield under some pressure, and he's going to be sandwiched by two defenders, and a flag comes out. Yeah, he went at the helmet to helmet again, and again, Valentine is going to be up slow. J.J. is helped up by yeah. his teammates. Referee Fischl- talking to him. The official stopped the clock. 
If it was that same guy, they need to throw him out of the game. He should be done. A Lakeland defender had K.J. wrapped up, and then another defender came in and, as Bruce said, just hit him right in the helmet with his helmet, and that's where the flag came in. At the end of the third quarter, Lake Wales 17 and Leesburg 10. Lakeland fans are booing, but I, I mean that was that was clear as day. I don't know why they can be booing that. It'll be an automatic first down. They weren't looking. You're trying to hurt somebody when you're doing that. And it's just as much for the safety as the defender as yeah. it is for the you can break your neck doing something like that. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets. KJ stays in the game at the Yellow Jacket 41. Here's the snap. Handoff. Glover hits the line, bounces to the reverse's field, and Glover trying to find some running room. He maybe gets a yard. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's just not finding that uh, that little gap that he was had in the, in the first half. It'll be second and nine for the Yellow Jackets at their own 42-yard line. Bartow needs to go tempo from here on in. I mean, you, and doesn't look like it. They're going to huddle. Calvo will check into the ball game. Glover will come out for Bartow on a second and nine. Clock runs with 7.47 left in the ball in the third quarter, rather. K.J. Valentine up under center. He turns, gives it to uh, Galva. He bounces to the outside. Galva trying to find some running room. Galva falls forward near the 45, picks up about three. Yeah, he gets he gets some good yardage out of that. He was able to turn it upfield, but there he goes. I think he's cramping again. Galva is down on the field. He does manage to get to his feet, heads back to the huddle. Third and six for Bartow. They're going to get him off off the field. Yeah, he's making his way off now. Himes will come in to replace him. He's had three weeks, two weeks in a row where he's cramped, and I think he was right on the verge of that right now. He's trying to stretch that calf out now. Yeah, see, he goes to the ground. We'll get Williams to help him out with that. Under center is Valentine on this third down play. Looks like he bobbed the ball. He's got it, though. He's oh. under pressure. He's going to be sacked. Yeah, Lakeland called a blitz at the perfect time. They call it from the backside, too. And uh, Valentine doesn't see anything coming. And as soon as he turns his shoulders to throw the ball, they're on his back. That's going to put Barto in punt formation. They're going to be facing a fourth and 11 all the way back at their own 39-yard line. 6.24 left in the third quarter. Lakeland 21 and Bartow nothing. Late substitution for the Jackets. Yeah, Bartow's, uh, they think Lakeland's coming, which they probably are. Valentine has it, and he puts it away. He gets it away. Good job. It's going to bounce at the 25-yard line, and it goes past the defender. Rolls all the way inside the 10 where he does pick it up. And he tries to make something happen here. He's being chased, being chased, and gets across the 20 and knocked out of bounds on the far side of the field near the 30-yard line. Mitchell picked it up at the 10. Today it's more important than ever to have a banking relationship you can truly count on. Citizens Bank and Trust, they have a long-standing history of looking out for your future. They're local bankers here for you. 
your family, or your business. 100 years and counting. Citizens Bank and Trust. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Dayton Ball, uh, number 34 on the tackle. Give him some radio time. Makes a great open field tackle. Timeout on the field for the mandatory water break. Lakeland will have it first and 10 from their own 31-yard line. The Dreadnoughts in front, 21 to nothing. We mentioned the third quarter score, Lake Wales 17 and Leesburg 10 as they enter the fourth quarter over there. And if we get, let's see if we can find an update for you on the other games involving Polk County schools tonight. Yeah, every, every, excuse me. Everybody's surrounded Valentine right now. I think his, I think his dad is down there too, and uh, I think that's going to be the last we see of of that young man. I mean, he's taken some really punishment. Yeah. I'm Here's sorry, the. I mean, you're good. First down play for the Dreadnoughts, and they toss it, and that's going to be to Mitchell. Mitchell's got some running room. Fifty at midfield. Excuse me, that's uh, Rucker. Rucker with a huge run in the Yellow Jacket territory down at the 30-yard line. They had Jackson in at linebacker, and Jackson has to take the pitch man on that. And Jackson was zeroed in on the corner where the defensive end is doing his job. When they pitch the ball, he's able to get around Jackson. And uh, that's just where the inexperience has come in with the young linebacker. He's played well, played very, very well when he's been given a chance. But running that option, they haven't seen it much this year. First and 10 for the Dreadnoughts at the Yellow Jacket, 31-yard line. Here's the snap. And, again, they're giving it to Rucker. And Rucker hits that line, falls forward, gains about two. Mike, scoreboard update for you. Sarasota, Cardinal Moody, 21. Lakeland Christian, 14. And the other game, Zephyr Hills, 20. Victory Christian, 14. And we gave you the Lake Wales score, 17 to 10 in the third quarter there. That could be down to two after tonight. Only two Polk County teams after the second round. That's very unusual for Polk County. Second and nine for the Dreadnoughts. Here's the snap. Handoff. This is Johnson. Johnson with the ball. Up the middle he goes. Johnson still on his feet into the Yellow Jackets secondary before he's brought down. He's going to have another Lakeland first down. Yeah, never never quit moving his feet. And uh, Lakeland's got a lot of momentum right now. Bartow's been on the field a lot of time. Uh, the defense has been on the field a lot. And uh, got to be getting tired at some point. Four minutes and ten seconds left here in the third quarter. Lakeland in front, 21-0. First and ten for the Dreadnoughts, and they're going to hand it again to Mitchell. Mitchell again tries the right side, and he is uh, leg-tackled. That was Murray who came up to slow him down. Martell Johnson on the carry. Play lost a yard, brings up second down on 11. Lakeland is just looking to, to run clock. They're looking to run the football, run the clock, take as much off the clock as they possibly can. Final score, the Florida Gators defeat the Florida State Seminoles in basketball tonight, 89-68. to Where do they play football? The Swamp or? Uh... Swamp. Here's the uh, play, and it's going to be brought up in the backfield. That's number 88, Jeremiah Martin. Yeah, Martin got robbed of a touchdown last week, and... Uh, 
shot at Ted. He got a shot at the running back that time, and he, he, he took, took every bit of it. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Third and ten here for Lakeland. So how many games are they going to lose in the swamp this year? More than they should have. Yeah. <laughs> They're playing Missouri. I thought it was in Missouri. It's not in Missouri? No, no, I'm talking Florida about State. He asked oh, about oh. Florida State. I'm sorry. They're going to lose that one, too. From the shotgun is the quarterback, Smith, here on this third down play. He looks toward the corner of the end zone. It's incomplete. Good coverage by Williams. Fourth and ten for the Dreadnoughts, and uh, they'll send on the kicking team. Yeah, you never know when you're going to need it. They may need it. I don't think this is a state championship caliber Lakeland team. They're going to have to play the big boys at some point. And uh, Lake Wells is a different story. Lake Wells, I think, can go all the way again. So on to attempt the field goal. From the 23-yard line to a 33-yard field goal attempt, Jack has put a lot of pressure on the kick. Is up, and it knocks off oh, the upright. He oh, it. We've no. seen that a couple of times this year. Davis with the uh, miss. He doinked it. A doink. Yeah, there was a doink a couple of weeks ago, too. So Bartow will take over first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. Trailing 21 to nothing, 240 left here in the third quarter. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Semifinals on WBF. Brandon Wondrow of Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we're Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. KellyBuickGMC.com. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. First and 10 for the Bar 2 Yellow Jackets from their own 20. New quarterback, Blaine Johnson. He drops back and throws and down the field, and it's going to be picked off. Yeah. The Dreadnoughts pick it off at midfield by Doobie. Yeah, it was a it was a perfect throw, but it was even better coverage. I mean, perfect coverage. And uh, he just, it was a 50-50 ball, and the uh, corner came down with it. Lakeland calls a timeout here. They had lined up. They were at a first and 10 at their own 49-yard line, but the Dreadnoughts do call a timeout. 2.32 left in the third. Well, football fans, the best games are yet to be played. Make your plans to attend the state championship games. The intense action takes place at Ken Riley Field at Bragg Memorial Stadium in Tallahassee, December 7th through the 9th. Come out and watch the best in Florida high school football play. Visit FHSAA website for more information. FHSAA.com. See uh, a lot of the, almost all the offense came over to Valentine uh, on the bench and talking to him and putting their hands on him and just letting them know, you know, you're our guy and we live and die with you and, and, uh, what a 
courageous young man. I mean, he he got beat up pretty hard tonight, and uh, good 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 time for uh, Eden to get him out of the football game and and just uh, let him rest. The winner of this ball game will play the winner of the other bracket, other side of the bracket. Lake Mineola leads Wiregrass Ranch 28-10 in that ball game. If that score holds up, Lake Mineola will come down here to Lakeland next Friday night. I think that'd be a good football game. Here's the snap, first and ten, handoff, and Bird is wrapping him up. Wow. Stanley came flying through on the blitz and gets him by the back of the jersey, and then Bird just Bear does hooks. a perfect form <laughs> tackle on him. He'll lose. Well, they're going to give him back to the original line of scrimmage, second and ten for yeah. Lakeland. Bird wraps those paws around you, and you're not going anywhere. <laughs> he is a force. And, yeah. and, and uh, you know, I'm, I've never seen a Chippewa game, but they were on – uh, ESPN uh, uh, Plus U. Oh, you okay? Uh, last week, and uh, we'll be watching him play next year. Next Here's the on snap. Saturday, handoff. Johnson turns the corner. Excuse me, that's Rucker again. Rucker with a nice gain of about ten. Well, it was Russell. It was Russell. Good tackle by Galva, but Looks he gets up a little woozy. Galva's going to come off. He's cramping again. Calvo will check out of the ballgame. Butler will take his place. First and ten on the run from Mitchell for the Dreadnoughts. Spot the ball at the Yellow Jacket 40-yard line. 90 seconds left here in the third quarter. Here's the snap. Handoff again. This is Rucker again to the 35. Rucker just getting a couple yards, there, you know, every play, and they're they're moving the football and they're keeping the clock running, and and that's exactly what they want. They don't need to do anything fancy. They've got the lead. They've got the Bartow offense stymied. Uh, they've knocked out the starting quarterback. Uh, they're they're in the driver's seat right now. Under a minute to play as the clock winds down. Second and six here for the Dreadnoughts. Handoff again, Rutger. And he's going to be brought down. He tried to turn the corner. Boy, he ran into a lot of jackets over there. Yeah, he did. Stanley, I see him getting up off the pile along with a bunch of other guys. Uh, Davis is in on the tackle as well. It'll be third and five for Lakeland. And I do not think they have to run another play. Uh, who who knows? Yeah, it's that hard clock. To, I mean, it could jump from 25 to 13. Does seem to have some hesitation in it every once in a while. They are lined up for this third and five play. Smith calls for it. He'll give it to Rucker again. See, that'll be Mitchell this time. Mitchell dives forward across the 30-yard line. That's going to be a dreadnought first down. That'll, they do not have to run another play, so that'll be the end of the third quarter. With your score, Lakeland 21 and Bartow nothing. You're listening to the 2023 FHSA Regional Semifinal here on WBF. Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. You'll always get great prices at Budget You Pull of the Barto. Here's Craig. We have starters for $20, alternators for $20, AC compressors for $31, every door is $55, and motors are $200. Budget You Pull it, Highway 60 East. 
In today's complicated financial world, it's nice to know that Steve Wright and Company is there, helping you utilize your resources more effectively as you work toward your financial goals from tax returns to retirement plans and all the stops in between. Rely on Steve Wright and Company on Avenue H in Winter Haven. Netflix. Welcome back to the fourth quarter here at Bryan Stadium along with oh. Mike Ayers, uh, Bruce and Andy Edmond. I'm Jeff Thornburg. Studio producer Tom back in Bartow is the, the final quarter here. Lakeland in front, 21 to nothing. They have the ball and a first down at the Yellow Jacket 28-yard line. Check that, the 27-yard line. Smith calls for the ball. Handoff. Johnson up the middle. He goes. Johnson still on his feet. Johnson falls forward to the 15. He's got another dreadnought first down. Yeah. Uh, he hadn't tripped. He's all the way. Yeah, Clark had him by the foot. And uh, looked like going to stop him for nothing, but he was able to pull that foot free and, and get, you know, just get on downfield, which they're doing most every play at this point. First and 10 for the dreadnoughts at the Yellow Jacket. 15-yard line. Bartow showing a lot of pressure at the line of scrimmage. They do. Johnson with the ball. He tries to turn the corner. He's going to be slipped. Jeremiah Martin was there to bring him down. He'll actually lose a couple. Yeah. I guess second and 12 there, Andy. Yeah, it, 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 I don't know. I always question a lot of things. And when you're running the ball straight up off tackle, um, and you're getting seven, eight yards a pop, why do you try to get to the edge? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. You, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, you run it until they stop it. Paul Quinn football, right? Exactly. Second and 12 for the Dreadnoughts. Here's the snap. Handoff again. This time it's Rucker. Rucker crosses the 15, falls forward to about the 11-yard line. Looks like Stanley was in on that tackle. Spot the ball at the 11. It'll be third down for the Dreadnoughts. They need about seven for a first. Ten minutes left here in the ball game. Lakeland in front, 21 to nothing. Smith will go under center for this snap. Here's the snap. And handoff to Rucker turns the corner. And there's oh. all kind of flags over there now. They yeah. run over the cheerleaders, and there's... Look, and they're not even paying attention to what's going on down here in the end zone. In I the mean, north he, end zone, yeah. Yeah, he drove him all the way to the back of the end zone, yeah. and he just smashed him. Hampton, <coughs> Hampton threw, threw that guy out of bounds. Somebody from Bartow is down on the far sideline. Yellow Jacket training staff is headed over there. Looks like I think I saw a three. That would be Murray. I'm not... Probably shouldn't say until I know for sure. But he's all the way next to the wall, it looks like, over there. Yeah, he's way over there. They, they, the cheerleaders went scattering. Yeah, they might have taken out a couple of those while they were over there. The, that's the one thing about this field is uh, on, on the home side, there's very little room uh, from the sideline to the, the fence. And on this side, there's a little bit more room, but still the cheerleaders have to be on an end. That uh, They can't be you know, behind the football team like they are at Bartow or somewhere like that. I do see a number three, so it's not Murray who's the injured player on the far. It's on the very far side of the field. We, we, our vantage point 
were looking dead across over there at the field, uh, right about the five-yard line, and they're attending to him with the training staff, and uh, everybody kind of taking a knee right now, even the cheerleaders over there. Stops the clock at 9.51 to play in the ball game. Lakeland in front, 21 to nothing. We'll take a timeout as well. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Semifinal here on WBF. When you drive by Bartow Ford, you see a huge lot. But what you might not know is we have over 72 service bays and can customize your truck with lift, wheels, and tires. At Bartow Ford, we have you covered. Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Hi, it's Erin with Evolve Contracting. While there's no shortage of landscape and irrigation companies, you deserve the option that's the best fit for you. At Evolve, we offer 3D imaging and an irrigation program that saves you water, time, and money. Visit us at EvolveYourLawn.com. Your Bartow Beef O'Brady's in the Bartow Center South is your headquarters for good food and good sports. With something for everyone on the menu, your Bartow Beefs is perfect for the family, an office lunch, or to feed the team after a big win. Beefs, where game time meets family time. The injured player is number seven, Jadon Williams, who is walking off under his own power all the way across from the Lakeland side to the Bartow side in the arms of Coach Eden. Yeah, kind of a beautiful moment, uh, Coach and player embracing and, and uh, telling Williams that he certainly gave it at all on the field tonight. First and goal for the Dreadnoughts. They're going to be stopped near the line of scrimmage. Rucker stopped near the five, well, the four-yard line. Yeah, Bruce climbed out from, under, out from underneath that tackle, and uh, Galva was on top of it. It'll be second and goal for Lakeland. Personnel change here for the Dreadnoughts. And Smith will drop back. Actually, he'll he's going to a little pistol formation for Smith on a second and goal from the four. Here's the snap. He'll turn and give it to Rucker. Rucker plows forward. He's in for the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah, Stanley coming on a blitz, just missed him. He was able to sidestep Stanley, who was going to flatten him, but uh, he don't get him. Touchdown. A four-yard touchdown run by Rucker, and that extends the Lakeland lead. No scoring in the first quarter, no scoring in the third quarter. All the scoring in the first half was done in the second quarter, but now a four-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. 9.07 left in the ball game. And uh, Davis on to attempt the extra point. His first kick, and that is good. 9.07 left in the ball game. Lakeland 28, Bartow 7. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Football Regional Semifinal on WBF. The Kelly Automotive Group is proud to make sports broadcasts here on WBF possible. From the Yellow Jackets to NASCAR, this is Brandon Wondro inviting you to visit any or all of our five locations and see why we're proud to be your dealership. KellyBuickGMC.com. The Witten McLean Funeral Home of Bartow and the McLean Funeral Home of Fort Meade hold high the responsibility placed on them, offering you the personal attention and distinctive service you deserve. Witten and McLean, synonymous with service. Are you crazy for customer service? So are we. Here at Spatulers, we realize that our complete customer satisfaction is essential to our success. With our friendly and knowledgeable staff, you'll feel right at home as soon as you walk through the door. This is more than just a job. It's our love and passion. Come see us. Emily at Spatulers. 
Welcome back to Bryant Stadium. We're in the fourth quarter. Lakeland in front, 28 to nothing over Bartow. Here's the kickoff taken at the 16-yard line by Glover, uh, Galva rather. Galva all over the field. He reverses course, trying to make something happen. And yeah. He'll get back to the 18-yard line. Yeah, there were just too many black jerseys uh, to, to try to get around. Big shout out to the Yellow Jacket cheerleading squad, and good luck to them tomorrow. In the they start their 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 competitions all the way to state. Yep. So good luck to them tomorrow, and Coach Jolliffe and all of her assistants and everybody involved in the JV program as well. And uh, Coach McGriff be yes. taking over, and the Bodie boys will be taking over, and. Uh, uh, be excited for some Bartow basketball starting up here. Starting on Tuesday, November 21st, next Tuesday. Here's a handoff on the first down play for Bartow. They get it to uh, Himes, and he's going to get up about two on that play. Yeah, the Yellow Jacket basketball team started a little preseason action with the tournament at what, Lake Highland Prep. So they're going to open up at Tampa Catholic Tuesday night in Tampa Catholic, take on the Crusaders. And uh, John and Greg and the whole gang will be over there to broadcast that. Yeah, those guys, if you tune in, you're in for a treat. Those guys do a tremendous job. Second and nine for Bartow. Blaine Johnson in the ballgame, throws a good pass downfield. He's got Taylor at the 40. Taylor's got it. Taylor's going to score. Nice. <laughs> How great is Touchdown, that? Touchdown, Bartow. I mean, Taylor's got the speed, and Johnson just, he put it on a semi-rope and uh, put it about four yards in front of him, allowing him to run into the ball in perfect time and didn't have to break stride, and that's a long, long touchdown. 79 yards. Yeah, when you see him lay hands on that ball, he never even looked back. I mean, you just seen him just hunker down and just take off. Yeah, a lot of times you see him have to slow down a little bit or speed up a little bit, and and uh, that was he never broke stride. 79-yard touchdown pass. Puts now we got a holder now. That's right. Valentine did the holding. Got plenty of time. Plenty of time, according to the. the yeah, whatever. That's incorrect. Depends on which one you Wallace has it ready to go now. Here's the snap. The kick is up, and it's it, good. good. No good. Oh, they say no good. No good? Was it, was it left? I guess it was left. It was left, and it looked like it was partially blocked. Yeah, the holder the holder probably hasn't done a lot, right? And he comes in, and the laces, uh, people people remember the, the, the movie with Jim Carrey, uh, uh, Ace Ventura, laces out, laces in, and the laces were pointed right towards the kicker. And, and little bitty things like that can have huge effects. And um, could have had the ball tilted a little one way or the other, just something that the kicker's not used to. Yeah. And uh, see, you can't put it on anybody on that. Just unfortunate we didn't have the, the right holder in at the time. But nothing against who, who's number seventeen. William Brown. Nothing against Brown at, at all either. Ball says it all teed up at the forty yard line. Eight thirteen left in the ball game. Twenty eight to six is your score. 
And the kickoff, going to be a high kick. Brought down right about the 16-yard line for Lakeland. Up the middle he goes. Runs right into a couple Yellow Jackets across the 30 down to the 31. Number 34 again, ball. On the two tackles in a row for that young man. He'll be... uh, He'll be a starter next year on a position. They have taken off the equipment here of Valentine, removed his shoulder pads, and now he is being helped off the field. They need to put him in a car, take him around the ER, and let them do an evaluation on him because he's not looking right at all. Valentine gave his all tonight for the Yellow Jackets, that's for sure. Lakeland with the ball, first and 10 from their own 32-yard line. Handoff, Rucker. Big tackle by 52, Bruce. A gain of two on the play. Make it three on the play. For the last, it seems like the last 10 minutes or so, there's been a very heavy miss. Yeah, it's like a heavy fog almost uh, that's rolling in. You can look up and you can see the fog is, is in, really rolling in. In the lights, you can see it, yeah. It's, it's been that way for about the last four days, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's been. I mean, I had not wear sunglasses in all week. It's a final over at Legion Field in Lake Wales. The Highlanders win 17-10 to 10 over the Leesburg Yellow Jackets. Wow. Leesburg must have been a pretty good football team. Lake Wales improves to 12-0 on the year. Here's the pass from Smith. They get his little tight end on a little screen. Uh, a flag comes flag in. They're going to get him for holding, guys. Yeah, I think they'll, they'll still get the first down, but then that'll take them back 10 yards. It'll be first from about the uh, 45, 46 of um, 44 of uh, Lakeland. Well, wipe out a little bit of the gain here on the little, little, little floater pass to the tight end. Yeah, you can, referees are still talking about it, Mike. Well, you can hear a lot. Of, you can hear the fans down here. You know, some fans that are over on the visitor side, uh, not coming from those fans, but they're saying, "Let them guys play. These people want to go home. This ball game's over with." <laughs> yeah, but it's still about playing the game and playing the game right. Yeah. You know, it's just I, I don't know. Just you know, people feel different about different things. So, first and ten for the Dreadnoughts from their own forty-five yard line. New quarterback. Oh, that's going to be Smith, still the quarterback. He'll hand off to Rutgers. Right there. And they were holding on Davis, it looked like. No gain on the play, though. Nice pursuit by the Jackets. They're going to lose about one, second and 11. Davis just blowing it up the field. What was the old saying? Been doing it all night? All night. All night. All year. All to play in the ball game. Lakeland 28, Bartow 6. It's going to be second down and 11 here for the Dreadnoughts from their own 43-yard line. Quarterback is Smith. He's up under center. He takes the snap, drops straight back. He wants to throw. He's under some pressure. Still walking around. Now he's got some blockers. And he's still trying to find some. Now he'll head up field. 
you know, across midfield and get to the 49. Yeah, it gets close to the first down, and, and now a another late flag coming in. Oh, my goodness. That one, I think, is going to be on Lakeland as well. Bird over there standing right in front of the Lakeland coaches. Yeah. Let's see what the call is going to be. The referees are still talking about it. Quavion just holding his ground over there. Yeah, he's still not moving. So 15 yards against Lakeland. They're going to make up for those flags they didn't get in the first half. Yeah. I'm really unimpressed with the Lakeland crowd tonight, too, guys. I mean, they're maybe half full over there. Are they that spoiled? Yeah, half. Timeout on the field for the uh, mandatory water break. Maybe they're listening to us. Could be. Lakeland 28 and Bartow 6. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Semifinal here on WBF. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow does it all. AC and heating installation, preventative maintenance, commercial ice machines, walk-in freezers and coolers, commercial ventilation and refrigeration, even humidity control. Such great care, it must be Citrus Air. Hey, this is Tyler Kelly with Kelly Buick GMC, and we're proud to make today's sports broadcast on WBF possible. Visit any of our five locations and see why we are Polk County's number one Buick GMC dealer. Kelly Buick GMC. Pallet One of Bartow is looking for new career-minded employees. Pallet One offers competitive wages and benefits including health, dental, vision, paid vacation, and a matching 401k plan. Join the Pallet One team today. Pallet One is an equal opportunity employer. Too much to too little. Third down and 18 for the Dreadnoughts. Smith under center. Here's the snap. He wants to throw. Drops back, and he just sits down. And, uh, he got. He saw a big number nine coming at him, yeah. and he just said, I'm just going to take a seat. Yeah, that was a reputation sack for Davis uh, because Davis has just been wreaking havoc on quarterbacks all year long. I don't blame him a bit. Fourth down, they'll be punting here. Mike, you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Victory Christian 21, Zephyr Hills Christian 20 in the fourth quarter. Cardinal Mooney, 42. Lakeland Christian, 14. Uh. Oh, my gosh. And we gave you the final, right, Mike? Lake Wales, 17. Leesburg, 10. Lake Wales has beat two Yellow Jacket teams this year. Here's the snap, and it's going to be caught on the first hop at the 40-yard line. Yeah, I I think uh, that was uh, Murray saying, I bet, oops, it. I mean, it hit him, and he had to, had to catch it or have been a fumble. Yeah, exactly. Kind of just went right into his arm, one of those true bounces. Yeah, and very close to being a horse collar tackle as well. We'll keep an eye on that Victory Christian score. They're playing Zephyr Hills Christian, the number one seed in that region. And victory's been that way. Even this, even this game tonight is a is a Jekyll and Hyde type back and forth. First and ten for the Yellow Jackets at their own forty yard line. Four fifty five left in the ball game. 
Lane Johnson, the quarterback. Looking, looking, now he'll step up in the pocket. He'll tuck and run it, and the big man slides down at the 47-yard line. Safe. Got brains, too. <laughs> I mean, he's an athlete. We were talking, I was mentioning, he reminds me of uh, Marcus Mariota back when he was at Oregon. The quick feet, just a quick release, everything. Second and three for the Yellow Jackets. Johnson again wants to throw. He does. Looking for Taylor again. And this one's a little too far for Taylor. Incomplete. Third down. Stops the clock with 4.22 to play in the ballgame. As we approach 10 o'clock, 70 degrees here at Bryant Stadium. You're listening to WWBF Bartow. Lake Wales a winner tonight. That's the only final to this point so far. Johnson is your quarterback. He wears number 18. He's in the shotgun. Two receivers left, two receivers to the right. Here's the snap. Handoff. Glover with it. Glover breaks one tackle into the secondary now. He's going to be very close to a first down. I think he's got it. Yeah, I think with that extra momentum, he's got it by a yard. First and 10 for the Yellow Jackets at the Dreadnought 49-yard line. Two receivers to the left, two receivers to the right. Johnson, the quarterback, in the shotgun. Glover standing right next to him. Here's the snap. Johnson drops back to throw. He does. Looking for Jason Williams, incomplete. Yeah, I don't think Jason was really looking for that one. I don't either. I mean, he was looked down all the way across the line of scrimmage and just never really turned. Incomplete pass brings up second down and ten. Second and ten for the Yellow Jackets. The clock stops. Three forty-six to play in the ball game. Yeah, it's it hasn't been the best game for Jason, and that is no reflection of what his season has been. You know, he was down for a while. He was injured, but. Every game that he's played, he's been a stud. And tonight has just been a little bit off. Empty backfield now for Johnson. Three receivers on the far side of the field. Two to the right. Johnson under some pressure. He's going to go right up the gut. Still on his feet. Looking to throw. He does. And it's going to be incomplete. Almost picked off. Yeah, that's uh, not the smartest pass that Johnson has thrown out of the three or four passes he's thrown tonight. Quavion Bird walking up the sidelines here, meets the uh, school resource officer, gives him a hug. He's, he's just making his rounds, Quavion, and now he's yeah. going to take a seat on the bench. Yeah. I believe that's his family down there on the sideline with him, too. Yep. Another jacket that's given his all for this team this year. Yeah. Empty backfield here on a third and ten for Bartow. Here's the snap to Johnson. Johnson looks down the field, throws a slant, and it's incomplete. Yeah. Could have been tipped. Yeah, it was tipped by the linebacker who was coming across the middle. You know, Stops were, the clock. You were talking about Bird a while ago. The, the, the key thing that I like to say about Bird is if it was going on, Bird was in the middle of it. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, and just a reflection of him. Uh, you talked about in the locker room him being – the team leader in there and uh, he 
every game that we've watched for the last four, you know, three out of four years, uh, he has put it all on the line for us. Fourth and ten here for the Yellow Jackets from the Dreadnought 49-yard line. Here's the snap. Johnson, Johnson looking, throws, and it's incomplete. Try to connect with Taylor again. Yeah, just a little too much mustard on that, and then Taylor's feet were coming out from underneath him, a combination that didn't work out well. So Lakeland will take over first and ten from their own 49 and just looking to run this uh, clock out. If, if these scores hold up, it looks like Lake Mineola will be coming down here next Friday night to take on the Lakeland Dreadnoughts in the regional final in Class 4A, which should be, that'd be one versus two in the rankings and probably just a tremendous ball game. See a couple of kids with some different numbers on the field. Number 80 comes in for Bartow, going to play a corner spot. Kalins, Shamir Kalins. Number 80. First and 10 for Lakeland from their own 49-yard line. Here's the snap to Smith. Smith handed off. And looks like Rutger down to the 50, gain of one. Second and nine. Yeah, I believe it was Bird that one-handed him down to the ground. Runs at 2.57 to play in the ball game. Yeah, guys, if you just sat in a press box tonight, you'd have had the whole lower deck all to yourself. Yeah, we could have been running back and forth getting some good exercise right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Under centers the quarterback, Smith. Check that we got a new Ooh. quarterback in the ball game. He's going to hand off and going to get about one on the play. Yeah, Clark just drilled him and drove him backwards. That's Bell, the quarterback, the senior quarterback, Elijah Bell, in the ballgame for the Dreadnoughts. Third and eight. 220 left in the ballgame. Number 27 uh, playing safety for the Jackets. I put my paper up. You guys asked me to look that far. Which? Jackson? Isaac Jackson, 22. Oh, there's 27 right here. 27. Yeah, this uh, White. Josiah White is 27. Okay. Want to get their names out there. Third down for the Dreadnoughts. Handoff. Big man up the middle. He plows forward, and he's going to be very, very close. Looks like he might give it to he him. Should get it. Yeah, they gave it to him. Landon Pope uh, getting some playing time. Number 42 as well. That should just about do it for this ball game. I want to remember one of our final sponsors of the year here. Since 1966, the Bartow Community Service Center has been empowering people and inspiring change. Support their mission by visiting their thrift store on East Summerlin in downtown Bartow. Thank you, Bartow Community Service Center. Flag on the play. They called that one. Bell on the carry. Stops the clock with 114 to play. Number 10 on the tackle along with Jihad Brown. Ten is Corey Butler. That'll take him back uh, ten yards and do it all over again. 
I think they could take a knee at this point. Bartow wouldn't call any timeouts. It'll back the ball all the way up to the dreadnought 49-yard line, make it first in about 20. 1.14 to play in the ballgame. Just past 10 o'clock here. 69 degrees. Clock starts. In the shotgun is the quarterback, Bell. He'll take it, hand it off to the big man, and that is number Oh, he is. He's a big still man. struggling for the ball. He's still got those feet of running. He's Rutger. Ah, word. He's got to be 250, 260, Mike. Yeah, he's a he's a hoss coming across there. Running the football. They're going to get, he's going to be a yard short of a first down. Ball in on that tackle. Ball getting a little time at nose man. Seeing a lot of. Numbers that will be playing a lot of football next year on the football field now. A lot of crowd is. They got that running back listed as six foot 230. Here's the snap to Bell. Bell, quarterback keeper. He's going to get a first down at the 40-yard line. Uh, it's it's be second and 10, That's third and 10, third and 9, third and 8. Oh, I'm sorry. It was a penalty. I forgot. Third and 8. But they don't have to run another play. That will be the final one, yeah. it looks like. That'll be the end of the ball game. Your final score, Lakeland 28 and Bartow 6. We'll be back to wrap it up. You're listening to the 2023 FHSAA Regional Semifinals on WBF. Hi, I'm Benny Jr. Each and every holiday, dealerships are trying to convince you that right now is the best time to buy a vehicle. It's not that way at Bartow Ford. If it's for sale, it's on sale. Visit our store or online at BartowFord.com because at Bartow Ford, we're different and we prove it. Once again, our celebrity, Craig, at Budget You Pull of the Barto on their hours. At Budget You Pull It, we're open every day. That means every day. As long as it ends in Y, we'll be there from 8 to 4.30. The parts you need when you need them at Budget You Pull of the Barto, Highway 68. Imagine trying to work in an office that is so hot and humid you can't concentrate or so cold you always need a jacket. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow reminds you that maintenance is vital to keep your system running smoothly year-round. Such great care, it must be Citrus Air. Welcome back to Bryan Stadium tonight where the Lakeland Dreadnoughts advance in the state playoffs with a 28-6 victory over the Bartow Yellow Jackets. Yellow Jackets will close out their season with a 7-5 record, making it to the second round of the playoffs for the first time in since 2006. So congratulations to Coach Eaton and his staff on making it to, you know, to this point in the playoffs. And I want to say 28 to 6, but in in reality it was it seemed like a much closer ball game especially in the first half. Yeah, it was a very good it was a very good football team and and the one thing that I can say about these kids, you know, the first time we came over to Lakeland, they got hit in the mouth and it's like, whoa. It's like they were all deer in the headlight kind of thing and and uh, this time they came in a different football team and uh uh, they played Lakeland straight up. I mean, we're driving down the field, uh, unfortunate fumble, uh, Lakeland scoop and score, and that kind of started things uh, uh, kind of a little bit on the slide. But, you know, Lakeland made some made, made big plays when they needed to, uh, and Mike's got the coach. Coach, 
I'm not going to say there's nothing disappointing about this. I mean, we did move on. But you know what? That team right there that we put in the field tonight stayed with it. That defense has been strong. Yeah. I mean, how do you feel about the way this team showed tonight? Well, you know what? It's just the only thing that's disappointing is that we struggled to not turn the ball over. I mean, if we don't turn the ball over, and, the, and there's two, the pick down here when we're on our when, on the 30 going in, and then the fumble where we get a huge run across the 50 and the ball comes out and we kick it to them and they return it for a touchdown. I mean, again, just bending the, the play down at the goal line. I mean, just so many mistakes, and it's so unfortunate because, again, uh, they played so hard, and, and you hate to see the game come down to that. But, hey, it's a learning experience. Uh, I think we'll be better for it down the road, and uh, we'll be back here. Absolutely, Coach. Thanks a lot. Congratulations. Hey, we always said as long as you're above 500, you're making money. Thank you guys for a great season. It's always go, Barto. Toe or no way and go, Jackets. Thank you. Thank you, Coach. There you guys have it. I'm going to miss my Thursday afternoons walking the track with Coach talking to him about the game. Well, you don't have to. You can always go see him. I mean, y'all become yeah. friends, and that's that's a great situation. And Mike, Mike has developed a great friendship uh, with him as well. And uh, I've yet to meet him. I'm going to go. I'm going to make a point to try to get down there and meet him. I'm sure Andy wants to meet him as well. And um, I, just, I just love, I really love this football team. I love this coach. I love this coaching staff. And uh, I really like what this young man is doing. Uh, he's going to lose a lot of players. And I know I'm talking a lot, but I want to say it. You know, a, a lot of these kids, this was the last time that they will ever put on a uniform and play football again. This was their last time for a lot of these kids. Others are going to move on. They're going to get to play on Saturdays. Uh, hopefully quite a few off of this team are going to be playing on Saturdays, whether it's Division Two, Division One, Division Three. It doesn't matter. If you're playing on Saturday, it's so, it's, it's, it's incredible. But the thing is, is, most of them aren't. And you saw a lot of kids crying on the coaches' shoulders, and the coaches were thing but they laid it all on the field and this i gotta say guys i've been doing this a long time uh whether coaching or watching or or doing this with y'all um uh, this is the best defense i think i've ever seen on bartow 100 percent agree and and uh i really loved uh, these kids and and uh, i'm gonna miss them and i wish them all the best and i can't wait for coach eden to get back next year and bartow to do it all over again i 100 percent 100 percent agree and uh, Mike, uh, final comments on the season, I guess. Man, I, I tell you, like I told Coach Eat, I mean, you know, he's back in Florida. He was here before. He left, went away. He's back in Florida. I mean, he jumped right back into a hotbed. I mean, you can't just walk. I mean, he walks right back into Florida, picks up a team like Bartow, and you know, it's a big adjustment for him, just like it is for these guys to adjust to him. So, I mean. He's young. I like him. He's energetic. I think we've got great things to see as long as we keep Coach Eden around. And I think there's a big future there. Absolutely. Andy, what do you think? I agree. These kids played their hearts out this year in, uh, to make it as far as they did. They got they got nothing to be ashamed of, and, and uh, I'm looking forward to them coming back next year. Final. We have, we have one final report. It is a final now. Uh, Cardinal Mooney, 54, and Lakeland Christian, 14. That's a final. So another Polk County team out of the playoffs tonight. And we just heard an update. Lake Mineola 28, Wiregrass Ranch 21. So the Bulls have come back in that ballgame. The winner of that ballgame will be here next week at Bryant Stadium to uh, take on the Lakeland Dreadnoughts there. 
Mr. Tom, Mr. Tom, thank you for the board. Thank you for the year. Thank, yes. I mean, thank you guys for everything you guys do. Thank you for allowing me and, and I mean, I'll, oh, I'll yeah. let Bruce and Andy speak for stuff, but thank you for allowing me to be part of this. You and, kidding me? Uh, I'm right on that edge of being. <laughs> I'm right on that edge of being out. You're fixing to be fired. Oh yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Thank I you, sir. This. We gotta get somebody else on the board. Tom's gonna fire me before it's over. With. <laughs> That's gonna wrap up our uh, our coverage of Yellow Jacket. But I want to say thank you to our sponsors who, who help make all oh, this yeah. uh, possible, and of course, uh, Mike and Elizabeth, Bruce and Andy, and uh, everybody that worked. Uh, Tom and Sean and and Kim and Christopher even worked the board this yeah. year during Yellow Jacket football. So big thank you to all of them. And uh, hey, one season ends, but another one starts Tuesday night. Right around 7.30, the Yellow Jackets are on the road at Tampa Catholic to take on the Crusaders. And uh, Coach McGriff and the basketball team gets underway. John and Greg Bodie will be there to bring you all the action. So I hope you can tune in and, and enjoy that. All righty. All right. Thank you so much, for everybody, for joining us. We appreciate you tuning in for Yellow Jacket football. Again, your final score, Lakeland 28, Bartow 6. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to Bartow Yellow Jacket football on WBF. Tonight's game was sponsored by Bartow Ford. We're different, and we prove it. Evolve Professional Landscape Management. Citrus Air Conditioners of Bartow. Pallet One of Bartow. SR Wright and Company. By Ewing Blackwelder and Deuce Insurance. Keith Spree Service of Bartow. Taking care of your lawn and garden for over 50 years. Budget You Pull It. The parts you need when you need them. By Spath Jewelers of Bartow and Valrico. Whidden McLean Funeral Home, Beefo Brady Sports Pub in the Bartow Center South, and by Kelly Buick GMC of Bartow, doing whatever it takes to earn your business. Bartow Yellow Jacket Football is a sports exclusive of FM 102.9, 97.1, and AM 1130, WBF.